No. Sideburns? No. Goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard! Push buttons. 
and juggling and all, all this kind of thing. Not juggling, juggling. I'm not juggaloing. No, it's an important distinction I think to have. Uh, it is Beard Talk Live. I didn't look it up. What episode are we? It's forty nine. Forty nine. Mm-hmm. Really, we're almost uh, we're almost over the hill, or almost. to the hill, to the almost. top of the hill at least, yeah. right? Isn't fifty over the hill? Yeah, now, is that one like the silver anniversary or the gold? Or oh, 50. Ooh, mm. I think, isn't that golden? Isn't 50? Is that golden? golden? Yeah, like, right. 25 is silver, yeah. 50 is golden. I I think so. I'm still trying to press buttons and stuff. Uh, the show should be streaming. I see you, which is good through the camera, so it means I've done something correctly. Uh, it appears the show is streaming. All right, there's been two different angles of you now. I'm just... Giving the report of what I see in front of me, a large microphone with a, uh, a sponge, uh, you know, to keep the pops and hisses from being too much mm. uh, into the microphone. Uh, and then there's this guy. What? You. Pickless Who? Mountaineer? Yes, thank you. Who the fuck am I? Captain Kickass. What the fuck are we doing here? We're doing, well, I think we should start with an amble. The preamble, not the post-amble. Not the post after amble. I had to lozenge up. I just like saying the word lozenge. Mm. I was thinking about it earlier tonight, and now I've thought about it again, and now I've said it, and so lozenge. Lozenge. But that's not the preamble. The preamble it is, is fun to say. Fuck. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, no. oh, yeah, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, come on. Sorry. What's the preamble? Fuck, Fuck the, the FCC. FCC. That's right. There we go. Got to remember why we do this. That is literally why we do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I do it anyway. I, yep. you know, I don't know what your prime motivator for doing this particular program is, but mine is fuck the FCC. <laughs> it's they just when you do the conductor air. finger, I, I, I already have that programmed for the amble rather than the preamble. What's what do I do in the preamble? You do that conductory fingery thing. Uh, no, what about to the, make sure what that about we're the on amble? the same beat? What about the amble? What do I do with the amble? Do I do that again? Exactly. So it's the same thing for the pre or the amble. That's, that's okay. why. That's why I was confused for a second. I was like, "Fuck, no, you don't start with." Oh wait. I would like to uh, tell all of our listeners to go buy a Beard Talk Live fucking T-shirt, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. It's on Amazon. Uh, they're twenty bucks, nineteen ninety nine, I think, even maybe. But and we have a special button that says Beard. <laughs> doesn't say beard it says beard yeah if you uh if you get this from the free talk live soundcloud page uh you will see a button that says beard and if you click on that it will lead you directly to the beard talk live t-shirt on amazon uh which as i understand it you can still get uh gift cards with crypto for amazon and so if you nice. wish to spend your crypto like that was important to me. Like that, I mean, I realize it's a proxy. I'm, you're not directly handing me crypto for a T-shirt or whatever, right? But like, you still have the option if you do wish to spend your crypto, as like I wish to do. Like mm. I want crypto to be available everywhere. So I mean, let's I make a it. point to spend some of it every now. I make like, a point to get more. But Amazon, like, you know, Amazon is never going to undermine the U.S. dollar. So there's no chance that Amazon's going to accept Dash. It's just never going to be a thing. I mean, it might uh, well, through... If the U.S. stopped uh, being a thing, then it might happen. Well, it, yeah, if Visa molds into, a, you know, I don't know, a, a not government banking regulated industry, mm-hmm. perhaps whatever's left over of that 
can facilitate the transaction, but it it mm. would die off too because crypto is just better. You can you can already program. You know what I just realized? We don't have a Dash address because we've got the Monero, the Bitcoin, and the Bitcoin Cash. We we should probably throw a Dash address on there this time. By we we mean you. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, as far as gathering and by the this time, I mean next time. <laughs> so by don't keep by, it on by me. that next time, then we will uh, probably not get it done, and so it'll be two next times after that. Mm. Or so for our more. golden anniversary, we should include <laughs> a dash address. By the time, uh, yeah, by the time episode fifty rolls, around, now we'll try and get it on today. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you tell me. Um, God damn, man. Uh, I had like show prep that I wanted oh, to talk about. So since you had, uh, speaking of show prep that I yeah. wanted to talk about, the the one thing that I really just want to get out there fucking somewhere. All right. Okay, so Sam Bankster Fraud. <laughs> yes. Is, that's a new version of that. I like it. it is just uh, absolutely, he's not being charged with a thing. And I didn't know you could do this. So I've heard about double jeopardy, right? So like if I had a jury that found me innocent of murdering you, I could just murder you. That's <laughs> what the movies have told me. <laughs> Okay, but, but there sure. is this idea of okay, once you once uh, uh, once this kind of court has found you innocent of a thing, then that kind of court can't try you again for that exact same thing. Oh, well, and I thought, well, that's kind of bullshit, but okay. I mean, there's an appeals process, but like, and apparently that's exactly what happened with uh, Sam is because they had to extradite him, mm. they had to get the other countries approval of the idea yep. of exactly why they're extraditing him and they said yeah this is all great except we're not gonna like say that he was more corrupt than other people in your country when it comes to funding your politics <laughs> we simply do not acknowledge that yeah so they didn't allow him to be extradited for that purpose, which I can see why you'd want to like establish the precedent of, hey, come back here any time that you have like maybe been accused of funding the wrong people. Yeah. Uh, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know they are correct, but of the list, the the multiple I don't know, seven, eight, nine, twelve, fifty, I don't know how many things they 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 hung him on, uh, but like one of them got taken away is that mm. is that about right well so here's the thing it's one of those like like when jizz lane maxwell was uh found guilty of uh like peddling humans to nobody in particular just right. nobody yeah. in particular yeah and and no one knew epstein either even though they went on all sorts of flights with him multiple times so so uh Sam seems to have funneled uh, a lot of money out of the Ukraine and to nobody in particular, because we're not going to talk about that in court. We don't really want a permanent and, record of and, every okay, single so, corrupt politician in America. So I'm trying to think about why. Why would, you know, uh, here's here's why. Because, because they don't want to know that they did it in cryptocurrency. Hmm. That's why. Fuck. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. Cause, well, think about how hard government's coming down on cryptocurrency, dude. Fucking everybody's scared to fucking transact in crypto. Do you accept? No. Everybody's scared. Oh, I don't talk to. Oh, no. That's fucking evil money. That's blah, blah. Criminals. Shit, fucking man. shit, right? 
I mean, I'm not saying that's necessarily what happened, but if that's what happened, they would absolutely need to leave that off. Bankman might get Epstein'd. Because if the world (laughs) finds out that you can bribe politicians in cryptocurrency, then all of a sudden the American politicians don't really matter as much. I'm pretty sure that that crashes the dollar in and of itself. Mm. It's just a hunch. I don't, you know, but like I can imagine the... The backlash on that, if if a bunch of politicians got caught uh, having been bribed in cryptocurrency, okay. So here's some fuck. What up the hell shit. would happen, man? Right. So that's so, why they don't. They don't. I think Bankman's well, got shit on him. Well, so I know that he specifically opted out of. So it, it, it's something that never happens. Like at one point, they passed a law that said that. Uh, no one could like announce that it was them giving politicians money like all of the money going into politics had to be dark money and they abandoned it immediately because no one was giving any money to politicians and the politicians really can do shit in a big hurry when they feel like it oh yeah so they in a big hurry got rid of that so no and and that's the thing no one ever does this but Sam's like, yeah, of course I don't want to piss off all the lefties by admitting I gave all the righties money. Do you think Bankman has dirt on him? Oh, dear God. You know, like like evidence? Um, Because like... Okay, so he like, was on a lot of drugs. And like the biggest thing that they warn you about with the drugs that he was on is you will make a lot of stupid bets, basically. You will take a lot of chances. It, it completely fractures your like risk tolerance. Yeah, which actually kind of made him perfect for crypto. Uh, crypto, the scam, not crypto, the technology. I, what was the name of that? The coin, the uh, one coin, right? Mm. That. Uh, it was a total scam. Uh, the lady still has never been found. Mm. Or maybe she was found. I don't remember. But, like, whatever. Big scandal. She disappeared. Took everybody's money. Right. There was never anything. There was never any token. There was never... It was just all bullshit. Wow. Yeah. The whole fucking thing was bullshit. Oh, and a bunch man. of people fell for it, threw a bunch of money at it, and they're pissed. And, she, like, I mean, if she was ever found, I don't remember. But, like, she was... You know, last I knew, she was still missing. Oh, man. I got to study that because... That means that they devoted 100% of their resources to marketing. So this is probably one of the only times in human history where we have a specific record of what happens if a company devotes all of its resources to pure marketing. Because usually you don't get away with that for very long unless you know the right people. Yeah. Well, and so that's the thing. He absolutely knew all the right people. Mm-hmm. We know that for sure. Like, the reason he has a hyphenated last name is because he didn't want to give up any of the clout of either of his parents. He's, oh, right. He's that yeah. fucking okay. kid. Okay, all right. He's yeah. that fucking kid. So Both he looked around him. are more awesome than your family put and together, man. He, I mean, the guy's been born and raised into the scam that is a fiat monetary system. Yeah, I don't know. I think the dude fucking... I think he bet and he didn't get away with it, is what I think happened, well, man. He, he and tried he, he to, knew that this was a potential outcome. He tried to do that scam in a world that doesn't tolerate that. So the political world absolutely tolerates corruption. In fact, it endorses it is it. corruption. 
Right. Its very existence right. is corruption. So he attempted a because a, a, he absolutely knew the the entire structure of this scam. Yeah. And he attempted it, and he's like, "Oh, that's exactly like this, only way faster." Cool. Now I get to both get out from under my parents' shadow and just use what I learned from them to uh, repeat the same thing over here. And because it's faster, I'll get it done faster and I'll be acclaimed as a genius. And I get to do all of this, you know, oh, he's such a humanitarian. He loves the environment, blah, blah, blah. I get to have my own fucking cult while I do this. Great. Um. But it turns out you picked a technology that specifically destroys scams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Now, it I have thought of it from that perspective, but you're right. If you if you take the human risk on a technology designed to work uh, in spite of work honestly in spite of humanity or despite humanity, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's going to backfire on you, probably, mm-hmm. would be my guess. And that's the thing. What he didn't know is what this technology <laughs> is. He do you think he was a plant? Do you know. think, like, government planted that guy into the media? Like, because he kind of came out of fucking nowhere, right? Uh, planted him into the media? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, nobody ever heard of that fucking guy until FTX collapsed. Right. Let's say, who the fuck is this bank right. man fraud guy? Well, he actually had showed up, and there were some people. Is it fried? Is it freed? These were the questions when well, people first heard his name. Right. Some people had heard of him. Not much, but it was uh, a niche, right? People who were into the environment, you know, uh, probably the most concerned about the global warming and and familiar with technology enough to be curious about cryptocurrency. Those kind of people had probably heard of him because he you know, had gotten a lot of media pieces put out about him as this great humanitarian. But, I mean, that's boring, so it doesn't really travel well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's slightly interesting to a couple of people. But if it bleeds, it reads. Yeah. You know? And leads. Yeah. Getting, getting caught, well, basically doing what finance always does, but actually, you know, having it called what it is, fraud that that gets viewers yeah uh we could talk more about that let's go to some of your calls and thoughts uh, beard talk live who the fuck is this oh good gravy you guys you're alive butter good gravy with butter butter oh and and back straps gotta have back straps and butter <laughs> with garlic <laughs> That should have been like a rock band name. Backstraps and butter. Yeah. They could have played with cream and meatloaf. Mm. Ah, nice. <laughs> hey, I got one for you on meatloaf. Um, I don't know if one of the band members I won't died. do that. <laughs> they absolved. But evidently, if you want to see 70-year-old meatloaf, now you got to go to Denny's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Denny's. Um, I'm trying to think of other Denny's-like places. IHOP. Uh, okay, IHOP, yes. I'm thinking Waffle House to some extent, but not as much. Mm. I'm thinking Sherry's. Ever heard of Sherry's? S-H-A-R-I apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. Sort yep. of the same thing. Yep. I'm thinking Perkins. Perkins is another one. Uh, oh, Perkins. Yeah, Perkins Cake and Steak or whatever the hell uh, it was. There used to be a place called Country Kitchen. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it was very that like, mm-hmm. you know, would have fit in that category. Yeah, the all night diner. How about Bob Evans? Oh, Bob Evans, Bob's big boy. Yeah. I tell you what, the, as far as commercial biscuits and gravy, I have never been disappointed in that place. Yeah. I, you know, it 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 tastes like what it's supposed to taste like. There's pig in that there sauce. I was thinking, uh, uh, shit, I lost it now. Damn it. You were thinking shit. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was trying to think of what. I mean, I, I heard it talking shit. Yeah, I didn't know you could think it. You're think shit. What's been delicious in, like, that category? Like, I know you can feel shit, but only in, in uh, England. Oh, I feel shit. I feel shit. Sometimes I think that, uh. I can imitate an English accent, and then all of a sudden it becomes Australian <laughs> for some reason. I don't know It's called why. the criminal element. I, like, yeah. Or even, like, uh, I can't do it right now. What's the uh, the other side of Australia? There was, uh, like, New Zealandish. Yeah. They got a different, like, oh. di- slightly They've different great accent. great dicks. Yeah, slightly different accent. Anyway, Major. You know, sometimes New I Zealand. try to do but it always seems to end up in like a Cockney English. I did watch yeah. a lot of Doctor Who, so mm. occasionally I can keep it up for so, long periods of time. So, did you know that there yeah. are so many English accents that some will 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 be specific to a particular neighborhood? Yes. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Oh, my grandmother came from Wales, and. Uh, in England, if you called a Welshman an Englishman in a bar, oh, yeah. an you would have a fight on your fucking hand. Them's fighting words. We talked about fighting <laughs> words, right? Yeah. Do you I know mean, that uh, well, the original Wales, English Wales, accent was actually a lot more like American? Lower Wales was the only place in ancient England when all of the four kings became one king that was never conquered. Mecca so king. <laughs> The, 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 the Power Ranger it. monarchy. <laughs> well, I mean, they were kind of like the, you know the the Sicilians in Italy, <laughs> and they, they they claimed they were kind of like the Gobots. Now it happened, but they had pride about it. Voltron. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, anyway, you were being so, uh, yeah, uh, hey guys, serious this is and a educational. We, we were uh, we can't doing really drunken have those, addicts. We can't really have those uh, pauses of silence. So if you. <laughs> You know, don't jump too fast, but you know, if you get more to, if you get to like two, like probably say something. So, what were you saying about Sicilians? They're so oh, silly. The, well, how they uh, they so have Sicilians. always claimed that they were never conquered, and huh. uh, the truth of the matter is, they were conquered by the Moors back in like the 1400s. Mm. That's why uh, you know the Italians are a little darker skinned. Well, but that's why they, Sicilians they are darker than Italians. Now, don't well, don't talk don't to don't talk to them about that because uh, racism like, is still alive it, and well in wasn't, Sicily. Wasn't this uh, clearly defined in uh, the movie True Romance? It was mm-hmm. absolutely magnificent scene. Wasn't it uh, my favorite torture scene of all time? Actually, because uh, uh, usually I despise torture scenes, but man, he does just such a great the fuck's great the job guy's of that. Name? Har- Har- mm. Except maybe the one in Fight Club. That one might be a better one when he's just oh. like taking punch after punch. He's like, get it all out. <laughs> you know what scene in a movie uh, that I've seen uh, within the last, you know, five, ten years or something is? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio when he gets the fuck beat out of him by a bear. 
There's a, there's a movie where like, and it's like, like the bears got him in jo- and like whips him around like a rag doll. There's a couple of scenes where he's like, damn. Yeah, I, I I think there's just like a certain amount of people talking shit about an actor, and at some point Hollywood picks up on that and like impales them on a spike in a movie or something, you know, just so people have that catharsis. And then and then the next movie that I saw uh, after that was where uh, Samuel L. Jackson gets shot in the balls. Mm. So right about the same time those movies like came out or whatever, and I seen them like you know within a day of each other, maybe even back to back for all mm. I know. I, I binge from time to time. Uh, and uh, one of the kid, one of the kids I grew up with in my hometown, he he thought he was a real badass. He had like five older brothers, and he was a little bit puffed up, but he was short. He had this Napoleon syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he used to go around, and when he'd get real puffed up, feeling he'd grab his ball sack and just whoever he was contriving with, he'd say, "Dick and nuts, motherfucker, dick and nuts." Well, one guy, after about five years of this shit, shot him right in his dick and nuts with a shotgun. Whoa. Yeah, his name is Paul LaCrosse. I don't know if he's got, they might call him half I don't know if he's got dick and nuts. Uh, They might, like I said, they might call him half sack now. Hey, Major, can you hold on for a minute? Sure, peace. Stand by. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? This is Jerkface McFucking Stash. Uh, hey, Jerkface Jerk, what McFucking up? McFucking Stash. How art thou? What's up, boys? Y'all triggered me to call in, talk about uh, Sam Bakeman Freed a little bit. Badging. What do you think, man? Yeah. What do you think? Well, Are politicians afraid that they're going to get caught because the, the deals that he made with them, how he bribed them, was with crypto? Yeah, I, I definitely think that the DNC and the lizard people inside the DNC cooked up this entire scheme uh, to basically discredit crypto and get people scared of crypto mm-hmm. while pocketing mm-hmm. a whole bunch of crypto themselves. Mm. So, it, it's pretty obvious. They only paid six Republicans out of all all the Democrats and they paid. Which right, was and like, government is notorious well, thieves. If anyone knows how to steal something of value, it's, it's governments. All right. Since you mentioned lizard people, and that does seem to be the way they act at the very least, um, I think that I think that Sam Bankman-Fried was selected for this particular honor that they do to their own, but that it was like especially cruel in his case because they didn't even figure he'd actually like succeed at it. Uh, when when <laughs> Fauci got selected for this honor, they really expected him to succeed at it. So you get the spotlight put God, on. God, he you. came fucking close too, man. Now, Holy fuck. If you get the spotlight on you, the, like, eye of Sauron of the people, if you will, and you don't get destroyed by it, then you level up in their, like, you know, honor system and become even more wealthy and powerful than you were mm-hmm. before. But, of course, you could just get destroyed. Jerkface? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's one or the other. You might be the sacrificial lamb if you really fuck up and, and you're kind of like a, a threat to their credibility. Or they'll level you up. They'll be like, hey, good job, kid. You know, and they'll, they'll pick them up even higher. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the way I figured the, the, organiz- the, the, the organization is structured. Yeah, absolutely. All the money that he was giving away, by the way, that's called reputation laundering. Mm. So what you do is you do uh, a bunch of good things that don't cost you very much, and you run around and do all this activity. Well, on the back end, you're doing a whole bunch of, you know, 
theft and fraud and all that other kind of stuff. Nefarious shit. Yeah. Yeah, nefarious shit. Exactly. That's well, exactly I, how I feel. I'm, I'm even reading the reports about this thing. You guys got me reading the reports on it. And it's like they they don't even fully understand what they're reporting on. They're talking about, you know, their FTT token that was being held and everybody's borrowing the BMB token and AFTT token and all this other shit. And like these people just created all the fucking money out of thin air by, you know, just spinning up a token on whatever chain they created or right. you know had how oh, is yeah, it this is this is this is why uh, uh all the maxis are all like don't you dare call bitcoin crypto well but it's a cryptocurrency it don't call it crypto because yeah. that's what the that's what the scams call whatever. how is it i mean i i don't mean to kick the maxis in the balls here but basically like their comfortability with the lightning chain or the lightning network is really disturbing because it's the same thing as putting it on an exchange. Once you have it on their nodes, you don't really have full control of it. So easily someone can just, you know, pick up the node one day, turn it offline, and just deposit everything into their accounts. Like, I don't know why they're so comfortable. Oh, interesting. Well, You're well, saying the, the Lightning that, Network could take all of your Bitcoin nah, from you. No, nah, the, the way it's... Lightning quick. If you're using Yeah, that's not how it's programmed. Like, someone's the, node, the, the pain in the ass of it... someone else's node, they can walk off with your Bitcoin. Okay. Without a doubt. Now, now nodes can talk to each other, so you can run your own node, which is complicated, a little sure, bit yeah, difficult. Yeah. Uh, uh, Start9 is trying to build a device that makes it easier, but it's not necessarily easy. Um, but, yeah, like their, their faith in the Lightning Network right now that, oh, we'll just, you know, use Lightning wallets and we'll transfer our crypto. It's, it's, not, it's not the easy... Easy okay, secure question but, for everybody or answer. I mean, but if they plug that node back into the the main chain, then it's going to settle yeah. I, the the on node transaction, which is going to give you back your Bitcoin. So they they can take it, but they can't spend it. I like the idea of the Lightning Network, and, and when then, I when I first heard of it, I'm like. Oh, that seems like a viable option, right? You know, I read the whatever they put out. It wasn't a white paper, but the description mm -hmm. of what it is and how it does what it's supposed to do. I was like, oh, it opens a channel and then like, you know, settlement occurs, but it occurs outside of the main net so that it's faster for everybody is mm -hmm. essentially what they're trying to solve. Uh, and like I was on board, but like it's been so long. They're like, Lightning Network will be here in six months or a year or whatever. And it's been how long? <laughs> how long? Yeah. Well, since And like, I mean, I've well, seen a few places that are like used Lightning, you know, and I'm like, okay, it's finally somewhere doing something. And like, kudos to them. And I don't think BTC goes away anytime soon, right? It is still the fucking granddaddy. It's the one worth the most right now. It's the fucking big, you know, big kid on the block, well, dollar uh, for dollar, if you're measuring in dollars. Well, and it is the savings tool and right now yes right now the recognition of cryptocurrencies as uh, as a, as technologies so far it only goes as far as savings it's not considered a technology that is viable for for currency and when oh, oh, when no, people but it do is consider oh that, i know just not by the mass yeah. oh uh, right exactly but still uh, enough of the majority considers it viable for savings so the coin that is the slowest and the oldest and the most bankermanly is the one that people are putting all their money into because so far it's only a savings tool. So the one that's really good at savings because it changes very little. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying though, the these people who read these articles 
Uh, how is it that they don't understand how cryptocurrency works? It's been around for fucking more than a decade. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can look it up in an instant. Like, if you don't understand a thing, like, if you're going to write about it, your job should be to learn about it before you write about it, right? You'd At least think. something, You'd right? Think. Don't well, fucking well, get know, it wrong. But, news. like, yeah, these, these writers <laughs> keep getting it fucking wrong, man. Well, well, they, they don't do research. What they do is they go to, they go to an expert. And that expert spews information, and if it's their expert with their narrative, they're going to run that story and then say whatever you know needs to be whatever needs to be printed about that story. If you know what I, I mean, like, I just think it's not like they're really experts. Mm. It's just that it's a guy they went to, and they can say he's an expert in milking cows, and they ask him about cryptocurrency. He's still an expert. Right? Like, he's just an expert in milking cow. They just didn't, you know, delineate what kind of expert he was. <laughs> Factual, but not truthful. Well, so, so hold on. Yeah, since you bring up the, the Lightning Network, it seems to me that what the Lightning Network offers is that you are using the, 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 the BTC network to make sure that your transaction is legitimate. Now... It seems to me that, and with the Lightning Network, you get multiple transactions done before checking back in with the the main uh, the Bitcoin Core, as they call it. Let me let me explain to you what but, I see because it's really simple, and then you can continue and and tell me finish if it, but tell me if I'm wrong. Mm. And I think Jerkface, you'll understand this too. I know you've been in a major metropolitan area at least at some point in your life, so. Uh, those of you not familiar uh, with the United States uh, freeway system, uh, when you get into a large major metropolitan area, city, Chicago, Los Angeles, you know, these types of things, uh, there's uh, Minneapolis has it. Uh, there's often a thing, uh, a ring around the city called the bypass. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's if you don't want to go like into the city, but you want to get north of the city, you get on the bypass so that you avoid all the bullshit city traffic. Mm-hmm. You're not going downtown. You got no business downtown. You're going to go around downtown, right? Mm-hmm. Many large metropolitan areas in the United States are set up like this with sometimes two or three rings of uh, highway surrounding a city so that you can go, you know, really slow where all the traffic is or medium slow where a bit less traffic is or really fast where there's no traffic at all mm-hmm. uh, around these metropolitan areas. Right. That's how I look at Lightning Network. It's sort of like the go faster lane, the high occupancy vehicle lane. Mm-hmm. It's like you want your tra- you want to know that your Bitcoin transaction, uh, you know, is legit uh, in an instant. It solves that problem by bypassing the main network and rerouting it over to where it needs to be because it doesn't need to be in this busy section. Well, so so what I'm saying though is like. The reason that you would use Lightning instead of, say, Dash, for example. So, like, with Lightning, uh, it's supposed to be fast and it's supposed to be uh, uh, cheap. Yep. Which you can get out of Dash. Yes. But the thing that it... Or uh, Bitcoin or BCH or, yeah. so, So, if that's what it has going for it... If what it has going for it over Dash is that it checks back in with the Bitcoin core intermittently, then why not pick a coin like, uh, I mean, the first time I ever heard about this was uh, R pirate coin. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Don't get me but, started but, with R. <laughs> but it's when I heard about this that you can just you can just stamp it. You spend like a Satoshi at whatever the rate is, and then you've got a, per, a permanent record 
on Bitcoin Core that here's what your blockchain looks like at this point. Yeah, snapshot. Like, yeah, yeah, you have the the verified snapshot of the entire network. Yep. So if all you're getting is the verification from the the core, then why not use one of those coins that gets that same thing, but then does whatever else it wants. Like for example, with Pirate Chain, my favorite feature: anonymity. Mm, yeah. Actual anonymity. Yeah. Yeah fungibility yeah it's it's like cash if it didn't have the serial numbers on it it's right. fantastic yeah 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 Agreed. yeah i mean i i just i i look at the lightning network as banks on the blockchain as oh i hadn't thought of that i thought that that was uh uh ripple i thought that was banks on the blockchain i thought that was xrp <laughs> well, right what, what we're starting to see like with, with countries that are implementing bitcoin they have their own lightning networks you know like go through the chive wallet in el salvador and stuff like that and eventually they're going to be they're going to be locked off from being being able to connect to the uh, to the actual blockchain i mean that's a huge danger in people keeping their money on lightning wallets especially ones yeah. that are be like hey this is the official one that you use over here and the government's telling you, and everybody knows you can't trust the government. They're just going to take your money anyway, any way they can. One of the other things so, like, about the yeah. the Lightning Network that, uh, or about Bitcoin and the Lightning Network, is that a whole bunch of other cryptocurrencies, other than Bitcoin, uh, have invented a whole bunch of really nifty features and things that they do uh, that separate them, compete, if you will, uh, with each other, but separate them from each other. Right? There's this list of differing features. You know, Dash has these features, and, you know, uh, Monero has these features, and Pirate has these features, and, you know, Ripple even has these features, right? So I think that uh, in order for Bitcoin to remain the Grand Pooba, it is going to have to adopt not some, but pretty much all of those features. And I think so is every other cryptocurrency. I think the innovation hasn't even yet begun with blockchain technology. Everybody's been focused on the currency uh, feature, which is great and, like, obviously a prime motivator for humankind, right? Let's figure out value exchange that we don't have that, you know, is almost uh, almost fraudless, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, the only way you can get frauded is if you get frauded by a human being instead of, you know, Yeah, the, if you the, give the it to an exchange, be like, right. yeah, here's Sam Bankman fraud. Go ahead and take care of my money and... You know, I'll trust that you you'll give me interest on everything that I've given you. <laughs> Crap. Imagine if Bitcoin had all of the features of all of the other cryptocurrencies right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of this thing called Dragon X right now, mm -hmm. and I mean, it, it does everything R does except for it did it in the right way. If that makes sense, it's got a cap <laughs> of 21 million. It's it's not 90 percent. Sounds like you have already. an opinion on the matter. Oh God, yeah, I love Dragon X, and like it's um, they fair launch, uh, in app uh, or in transaction messaging, you know, super fast. I mean, you know, it's zk snarks. It's got random X mining, and they're thinking about going over to uh, RAM mining, which they'll be forcing all the calculations through the RAM of your computer versus your CPU, mm. which would be more energy efficient, which would be very cool. So. Yeah, I've, I've got feelings and opinions about Dragon X. I really fucking hope there's somebody listening to this right now who just heard Jerkface just spout off a bunch of like acronyms and words that don't sound like they're words if you're not familiar with cryptocurrency at all. 
You know what I mean? He just spoke a whole other language. And I hope somebody's listening to that and goes, man, I got to look that shit up. <laughs> and uh, if they were to, what are the letters for that? It is uh, DRGX, and the site is dragonx.is. Dot I what? S. As in San. Huh. Yeah. Is as an island. Uh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was created by Shitoshi Kakamoto. Oh, that's the shit nice. coin. That's the shit coin. Yeah, it's yeah, SHT. It originally started out as Manuro. Manuro, and, dude. Uh, no, holy fuck. No it way. Developed, it turned in, yeah, no way. Dragon X into... was Manuro? Yeah. yeah dude, I, we did a segment on Free Talk Live about Manuro when I first heard about it. I brought it in. And I was like, <laughs> hey, check this out. Uh, no, we had to do it on Freer Talk Live, I think, because uh, I couldn't say Shitoshi Kakamoto. Mm. Yeah, on, exactly. On the, on the Free yeah. Talk Live. But yeah, yeah no, that, I was a huge fan of Minuro. S H T was their token or their uh, you know their three letters, their acronym. I, right? Yeah, it was S H T. I was lobbying for S H one T, but they wouldn't give it to me. So they had the uh, the white paper, not the white. Yeah, the white paper. paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Authored by Shitoshi Kakamoto. They had a whole bunch of puns. Proof of man. stank. Proof of stank. Yeah, they were a proof of stank <laughs> coin. Mm. Uh, put also, some, it's a, put also, some stank on. Yeah, it was a hilarious. It was a meme coin, dude. Mm. And it was hilarious. I'm oh, surprised God. it didn't catch on. But apparently, it was no, too no, early, he, man. He just, it was obviously he, too early. Like as Shitoshi and his team were developing the coin, they didn't want to pay homage to Monero because it was like just too too close to it. So they they paid homage <laughs> to the designers and and people that were putting uh, the coin together yeah. and everything like that. And that's why everything kind of changed with Monero. I love Manuro too. I would love to be like trading scat back and forth between each other and stuff like that. And that would be really awesome. So, so hold on, hold on. Quick question. <laughs> Is Manuro actually a better coin than Monero right now? Yes. Yeah, I am honestly not surprised. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Monero <sighs> is trying to play up. catch up to to Dragon X competition like, right now. They're they're trying to play catch up. They're they're even talking in the next six months, changing their algorithm to zk snarks. Okay. Nice mining or mining, but their their math or whatever like that. So, like they they know that they have a problem with the re ring signature and that they want it more secure. So they they want to move to better math, and they've discussed uh, talking about making right, a change well, so in the next six months again. Can you do both? Ring signatures and Z no. Uh, well, man, Wait, I wish a I was zero knowledge ring signature. It. Can uh, is I, that I mean, is that yeah. possible? I I don't know. I I, I think it's just uh, it, it it's more anonymous uh, going through what um, uh, Zcash was doing. Mm. ZK Snarf is doing so. Um, I, I'm not really technical on the actual right. uh, right, math well. and the process of what's going on. I, I wish I were one of those guys that could answer that question. It'd be right. freaking awesome. But yeah, no, I oh, man, I wish I had learned to code. No, but so it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was too busy trucking to learn to code. Yeah, yeah. Shitoshi Kakamoto. Oh, that's horrible. Mm -hmm. All right, one more one more topic before I go. I want to talk about outrage culture. You guys uh, following this stuff? Like where? Oh yeah, I you, am outraged on, that uh, I am not following outrage culture. Oh god, it, it, it's so awful. The, these people are arguing between the grifter in chief and the pedophile in chief. It's like <laughs> they, they they go back and forth. These 
meeting these two assholes for whatever fucking reason. I, I'm not even not even sure why, because they both know they're bad people, right? Like, and they're just so enamored in, in just one lightning rod, which is the grifter in chief. So they'll well, support a pedophile in office it's without just, a doubt. It's Captain just Smith-a-ho. as simple as falling for a false dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a false it's, choice. It's, would you like A or B? Well, but those wow. both suck. Yes. Which would you like? Or would you like me to choose? In 10 seconds, I will choose anyway. Nine, eight, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Two candidates <laughs> is one it, less it, than a dictatorship. That's uh, it. That's all it is, of man. My algorithms go to these, these outrage cultures with these people like barking back and forth at each other about something. Right. Well, Whether and, it's about the Okay, honestly, what it is is that they or... appeal to our desire to not fucking die. And when you see everyone who points Everyone's out... afraid. Yeah. It, when you see everyone who points this shit out, like, look what happened to Assange, man. Yeah, I know. They are currently torturing him to death. Yeah. Jesus. Right. People saw that. Yeah. And it, it's not pleasant. Ulbricht is still in jail. So they turn away and they make sure that they never go over there. Yeah. The list goes on. I mean, like. Uh, I'm not sure those people are real. Well, I mean, they, they, I'm they not sure anyone's real outside yeah, of my they, like they direct <laughs> personal experience, but I am yeah, willing like to corona put corona up a bit times, of faith. I'm not so sure what is these real? people are just not like AI or some kind of like algorithm that is just programmed to do the same things over and over again. Weird AI Yankovic. Yeah, you, you got you got Ovidians who like still hang on to their their desperate narrative, which is just it's failed. It's failed a long time ago. The 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 proof of the lockdowns and the vaccines are completely out the window mm-hmm. now, and like there's no recovery from it. It's not like mm-hmm. oh, it just went away. It can be or whatever. So you, you want to know blah. why no, I why I think start. that people actually like still remember that? is because when they floated the UFO thing, and they floated it hard, they're like, we have discovered non-human DNA. And, like, bet you dollars to donuts that it's Earth-based animal DNA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway. Uh, but, but... Which would technically be non-human. No one gave a shit. Yeah. We passed yeah. memes around mm. about how this is bullshit, yeah. but that was it. Like no, yeah, we're, they're we're like no, we're serious this time. This is, this is the power that people people seem to believe that they don't have this power, and that's the power uh, to act collectively uh, momentarily, right? Yeah. So if if people collectively acted together and just ignored politicians, they would they would have to like get regular jobs or some shit, right? <laughs> They'd have to do something, right? If you just ignored <laughs> everything that they did. Uh, and every time there was some, you know, government person who who came to you, you'd just be like, "Nope, not talking to you," and like just went on with your life. Um, and and that is why they attack everyone who ignores them. Yeah. So like people yeah. do have that power though. Uh, look at uh, uh, you remember social media first came out. This doesn't happen anymore. They sort of put the kibosh on it. Flash mobs. Oh yeah, what yeah. happened to fucking flash no, mobs? No, we still have flash mobs, but they're they're just not very popular anymore. When people go to break in a store and steal a bunch of stuff in Chicago, well, that's not necessarily uh, what I'm talking. I'm talking about like the, uh, the 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 protests online, organized via social media. The like one of the 
the touts, if you will, of social media was that people could now use it to organize politically. And like, what happened to that? Where did that go? Why is that oh, not a they, feature they anymore? algorithmically destroyed it for the most part. Why aren't people using it for that? Hmm? Why aren't people using it for that? A bunch of people started using it. I'm betting it it doesn't work for that. Well, we've seen evidence from Elon, right? Like leasing the collusion between government and uh, Twitter employees or ex-employees. We sure have. uh, You know, trying to suppress certain information. It's probably just one of the things that they did is like, oh, this is not the narrative that we want going, so we're going to suppress that. This is the narrative we want right now you know, circulate it big time, make it huge, you know, and make sure everyone shows up to that type of thing. One of my favorite uh, versions of flash mobbing uh, when it first came out was uh, there was this group of people that would get together and find like some brand new band that had never played a show before playing their first show at some fucking dive bar on like a Tuesday night. Right. So they're all original music. And so they would they would figure out who this band was online and then they would use their own resources to go and have like T-shirts and hats made with the band's logos and faces and shit on them. Right. And then they would show up for these bands first ever gig and just be like like they're famous. Right. They'd show up 50, 100 people deep uh, when and they would wait until that actual band went on. If there was like a three band bill, they would wait until that actual band went on and then pour into the club or the, the bar or whatever. And, and the band would be like, holy fuck, that's awesome. They'd rock the fuck <laughs> out. And then the people would just fucking leave before the band, you know, was done, like in their last song or something. They just like bail everybody out the fucking door. They wouldn't meet the band or anything like that. You know what I mean? Uh, and I was that's like, why we had social media, man. That, that's I'm like, like that's so fucking cool. brilliant. But also, holy fuck, what's going to happen the next time that band plays a gig and no one's there? Right? They're like, we, uh, yeah, they we killed it on a Tuesday, hurt. right? Like, and then like they play it next Tuesday and like there's one person in there for them or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was uh, I never brilliant. Think about the aftermath. I'm thinking about how great it would have been feeling in the moment there. Yeah, that would have been a kick-ass moment, but also like a big letdown the next time you played a gig. That's true. You know? Yeah, bring back the flash mobs. We we need them again. Not not like the one that we had in New York City fighting over Xboxes or PS5s or whatever. Yeah, but... that's that's more a spontaneous <sighs> Man, mob see... than a than an organized flash mob. It, right? If you want to see spontaneous, like genuine, organic flash mobs again, it's going to be after we're out of centralized social media. We need fully decentralized social media in order for that to be a thing. Yeah, we need better than than all of the current alternative social medias. I, I don't know how that's going to come about. I feel like it's my, possible. I'm, my, I'm my best response. I'm still is hoping I'm Noster. Hmm? Mastodon. I, I like Noster a lot too. My best response has been on Mastodon so far. I mean, I've got five followers on Noster. Quite honestly, like I can't get anybody to follow me. I don't really even like Twitter that much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, 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 I don't even know why. Like, I didn't have, I had one, I didn't like it, and so then I just, I, I killed it. And then, like, later on, I'm like, ah, I guess I better get one. Now I have one, and, like, I'm on it frequently enough to participate, but, like, there's just something I just don't like about it still, mm. you know? Um, and, and I have complaints about Facebook, too, of course, because, well, Fedbook, right? Yeah, fascist Fuck, Fuckerberg, as I like to call him. So, yeah, Mark so Fuckerberg. Quick question on, on your Mastodon thing. How many uh, FBI letters and or raids would it take for your messages to not be a thing anymore? 
on Mastodon? Yeah. Uh, it, it depends on where my server is, right? Like, uh, is my server in a country where uh, the United States government can get at it? Mm. Am I running my own node in a different country where the United States can get at it? Gotcha. That is yeah. one of the things that uh, slipped my mind right now mm. was one of the things. I, it's gone. I had a thought, and it's gone. Oh, the thought just slipped your mind. Did, did it just a, slip twice? I'm having a senior moment, man. Wow. Yeah, Nostr, Nostr I think your beard better. just went that much more gray, man. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in, in my so, opinion, Nostr is way better, way more decentralized, uh, much... Um, it would be better. Like but, at this point, uh, at this point, it like functions better. Macedonia. If somebody relaunched MySpace Classic, I might join it. Mm. Yeah. Well, just the, to get away from the algorithm. The reason I still have hope for Noster is because, sure, you have only five people there because there's not that many people there. But if any of those five people starts up a project that you think is absolutely fucking amazing, you can I immediately can fund it. Fund it. Yep, with the Lightning Network. Hey, Jerkface, got to go. Thanks for the call, bro. All right. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Uh, Hello. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, uh, this is motherfucking Dodger. Oh, not just regular Dodger, it's motherfucking Dodger. Not Duck Dodgers. Uh, yeah, twenty four and a half uh, centuries. No, I. Uh, last time I, I was so excited to get on, and then I realized I was way too drunk to like make anything coherent. So I said, "Fuck did, it, I'll do this some other time." Did you listen back to yourself? And never do. I, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. <laughs> However, I do like to. Uh, hey. Uh, 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 Captain, yeah. I do like the sound of your voice on uh, the, your EP. Hey, thanks, man. You, uh, yeah, uh, I've got you, at, you know, saved on a couple playlists on my uh, Spotify. So fucking hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, getting on playlists apparently uh, is like one of the hardest things to do on Spotify. As like an artist who's never had anything on Spotify before. Hmm. Well, n- I've not had my own solo work on Spotify. I've, I've other bands I've been in are on Spotify, but. It used to be back in the day, you had to do all that shit yourself. Now you can just like upload it one time to a distributor, and they're like, Poof. "Hey, you're on Spotify. Did you know you're on Spotify? Yeah, I found out. Yeah, yeah, they let me know, and then I had to go in and like change all the shit they fucked up, like mm-hmm. logos and resizing, and like putting in pertinent information. And yeah, it was almost like I still did all the work I would have had to do if I'd have done it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> almost just like that. Thank you, distributor. Right. Unnamed distributor. <laughs> anyway, now that I'm actually uh, fucking thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, hey, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I, I got a just... question, though, because, well, you know, I'm me. Uh, what's your favorite song? One, two, I or three. I really like words. R- really? Nice. All right. All right. Interesting. Nice. Uh, I, I really like that. Um, All right. Go ahead. I just. Thanks, uh, no, I, I I wanted to bring up an instance of spontaneous order that I saw today. Okay. I I got to, you know, I times I work uh, Saturdays, but uh, even though I had work to do, I said, "Fuck it." There's rib fest going on. 
Pop Evil is playing. I mean, I'm a metalhead, but uh, Pop Evil, I, they're a decent band in, in my book. Okay. Hey, uh, got to eat some ribs. It's just kind of funny. Like, there isn't, like, stadium seating in, in this festival site. There's just, like, a big open, like, paved area. Okay. And it's amazing how people bringing in all of their own chairs and shit and setting it up. Order happens. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's sitting there directing people where to set up the chairs, but all of a sudden, like, there's perfect rows of chairs, uh, even yeah. like little aisles that, that people set up. Why the fuck do we need people uh, planning this shit? Right. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Naturally. What we need is people involved yeah. and energetic about it. Like, someone was motivated to get some chairs, but. Yeah, you can have an event without an event director. Weird, huh? Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, uh, well, if you want to see people, you know, spontaneously organized, just look at any crisis situation involving, mm -hmm. you know, many people. Uh, something as small as like a bus crash, right? Like, it doesn't even have to be like fatal or anything. Just like a bus crashed into a car and then they had to pull over to the side of the road, right? Well, all of a sudden, somebody's in that bus going, okay, everybody, just be calm, you know, right? Somebody takes over the situation, right? Uh, uh, other people are like, hey, can we help, right? Yeah, like, people want to, uh, you know, resolve crisis situations just mm -hmm. naturally. It's one of the things that I actually like about humanity is that uh, if you want to, like, man, you want to see humanity spontaneously organized, fucking uh, drop a bridge like between like an island and a mainland, right? You know what I mean? You want to see that bridge get rebuilt real fucking quick, hmm. right? The people will come together and rebuild that bridge, hmm. right? And it'll get built you guys, fucking uh, fast. I uh, heard about, I think it was the I-95 bridge through uh, Philadelphia recently. Yeah, it reminded Delphi. me of uh, uh, something similar happened to a bridge in Minneapolis, uh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, we're like just the uh, uh, I-35. Yeah, thank you. 35W maybe, 35E, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, this whole section of, of the bridge just like poof, dropped into the ocean <laughs> unexpectedly. No, I, I, I've seen videos of that, and I, I'm sorry. I put a guilty pleasure that I actually watch videos of that. Well, they must not have had a government there. <laughs> or someone would have been building roads. Uh, uh, it's it's one of one of the things I like to point to, and people are like, "What about the roads?" <laughs> Check this out. Oh, uh, uh, something else uh, like about this event, like uh, that there was like the whole spontaneous order thing, mm -hmm. but uh, you guys probably don't experience the weed legalization like we do here in Michigan. <laughs> But uh, well, hold, hold on. Hold on. Let a, me let me double check. Um, Let's see. Are, you're from. Are you allowed to grow? Hello. I think it's up to twelve plants per person. Nice. Something's okay. funky with your phone like too. It's almost yeah, like you you're, are cutting out a lot yeah, tonight. It, it's weird. Are you on like a speakerphone? Well, I I look. And they had vendors there from like uh dispensaries uh dispensaries are like every other corner uh that they're they're probably more dispensaries now than there are gas stations dodger let me area. stop you uh peakless near you hail from what state colorado and where what was the state i was in for so, 22 so, years uh that would be washington yes where weed has been sorry, in the I'm first sorry. two states and so i just wanted to like yeah. you're describing something we're both familiar with uh if you want to move on 
I actually had this guy uh, from one of the dispensaries like, all right, so I, I've got a long white beard. Uh, nice. So I'm a fellow bearded man. Nice. Um, You're calling the right show. Correct. So, <laughs> I know it's what, it's why I, I feel compelled to call. Uh, you mm. know, uh, I've got long hair. I'm I glad we're compelling. The power of the beard compelling. Actually, my, 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 <laughs> uh, my hair and my beard are like uh, meet the same length. So, and so my brother actually was kind of offended because like this Rastafarian looking guy like comes up and he like bumps me on the shoulder and I look over and he's handing me, a, you know, a tube with a pre-roll in it. Mm. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a free pre-roll. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, fuck yeah. He like went by my brother to catch me. He's like, why didn't he give it to me? Oh yeah. Like I don't look like a pothead. <laughs> I, I, Here, hold this. You you don't look like one of those long hair types. Yeah, you got you got pursed is what you got. Like like when your girlfriend's like, hold this for me, honey, and then bam, you're, you're like, ah, oh, what? Oh, come on. <laughs> I kind of bemoan my poor brother because uh, he can't grow a beard. He's uh, three and a half years younger than me. He cannot grow a beard. Like uh, poor guy, he's tried and he's got a big old scar on his chin. So as soon as it starts, and I keep trying to encourage him, I'm like. It, you know, when you started growing your hair out, like there's that stage that it looks like shit, like just and just let it keep growing. I tried to encourage him, but he just won't do it. Well, and I've then, got an uh, idea. I've got an idea. Sideburns. They're they're sort of the gateway no, no, beard. His, so if you just like let him cheeks. let him bring his sideburns down just a little bit and a little bit, you know, introduce him to like someone named Bolivar or something like you know one of those nice like old Spanish conquistador types. <laughs> Man, you um, reminded me. I uh, I used to know a guy whose last name was Burns, and so of course we thought up all sorts of fun things like side and rug and third degree and grease. And, you know, any kind of burn, you just, you know, and that's what you would call him if you wanted to, you know, either A, you know, nickname him in a brotherly way or B, rip on him. You know what I mean? You could, Your choice. You know, it's it's a tool. Use it for good or for awesome. I mentioned the long uh, bemoaning him, not just for the beard, but for the long hair, because I kind of feel responsible for five or six weeks ago. He had hair longer than me and he's what sitting at his computer do? desk. I pointed out a giant bald spot in the back of. Eh, okay, that's a legit mm-hmm. thing to do. Like yeah. a giant bald spot, and he all of a sudden became self-conscious and. Said, yeah. Wait. Well, hold hold on. So did he did he did he shave it all off? He like literally like I'm like bro, you really want to do this? You got like three years. Well, into no, that's that it's, mop it's on one or head. the other. Like. Either if you're gonna like cut your hair to because it. you have a big bald spot, yeah. then you should just go full cue ball and be done with it. That's what I did. Yeah, seriously, that's He's like the entire time. Like, oh but... shit, bald spot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, I, I don't have that. I just have the premature graying. I'm pretty much fully gray except for my mustache. I like to think I have 40. I have the mature graying, <laughs> not the premature graying. I don't know how old you are, but like, you know, mine waited long yeah. enough. You know, now I I actually wish it would gray a little faster because I want it to be like wizardly white. I'm uh I, I'm actually fighting a battle with time on that one. Yeah. Uh, so far the wheat grass has has kept some of the gray at bay. I also don't want to put any effort into making it that way because I don't want to fake it. 
right? This is fucking, like, I literally do nothing to this except comb it with water. Occasionally, some uh, coconut oil will find its way onto my comb uh, once or twice a year, something like that. So, uh, and that's about it. I know it wasn't the first hair that, that went, but it was the first time I noticed, like, full patching was COVID. Mm. COVID put the gray Just well, too uh, goddamn stressful. Gray was way cooler than the getting gray because, uh, th- I mean, I, I had pretty much black hair growing up. Yeah. And so the going gray, man, it, it, it looked pretty good. Well, and my beard actually had. Uh, uh, and hey, Dodger, there's, there's something your horrible. phone is just cutting into your story. Yeah, there's something horrible with your phone. And so we're going to say goodbye, but call us again next week, man. Uh, let's go back over here. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Oh, good Lord. All right. All right. Good Lord. It's, I didn't know we had the I, Lord I, calling. I mean, I presume he has our number, but. <laughs> Which is 603-283-6160. Just so nice. people, people. So that we actually get it out this <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> as, as my father was used What's to say, that? I was made in the image of, but I am not. Ah, okay. Hey, nice. uh, Major, are you familiar with, uh, oh, wait, no. Do we have to wait to do that? We can do it any fucking time we That's want. Right. All right, Major, it's you, our show. Are you familiar with the amble? The amble? No. Yeah, that's where we say the the seven words. Oh, okay. I have never heard the beginning of the show. I've always wanted to hear this <laughs> rant bullshit. All right, it's really easy. Uh, it's shit, piss, piss fuck, cunt, cocksucker, cocksucker motherfucker, and, and tits. Yeah, George Carlin's role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. it. Although now that we've said it, I can't ask you to say it with us. It's true. So well, no, I, I, I could most definitely. I always wondered if I was to call in on the normal airtime and say just the word "dick," would that get enough? <laughs> no. Let's go actually, to this. That, that well, would not all, get you kicked off. First of all. Uh, your caller ID Maybe some annoyed, is, but... is labeled. Like when you call in now, Major, like it says Major Payne on the screen in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> this is reserved for a certain class of caller only. Mm. Uh, and that's uh, people who call frequently. I believe we we refer to you by uh, what in my youth was how we thought of the very best of marijuana, chronic. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> But, uh, yes, so, like... I am, I am chronic. Nah. I mean, okay, you are, but... <laughs> well, no, you're repetitive <laughs> and pain. By definition, that's chronic. But what you are is entertaining to talk to. Like... I do bring quality to the show, I believe. Well, At least I try. I don't know about that, but, you know, some of the things you say, I'm just like, Damn! Oh, I'm quick-minded, motherfucker. I'm quick-minded. You're going to have a hard time outdrawing my brain gun. See, that's what I'm talking my about. Brain gun. Outdrawing my brain gun. Not the phrase like, I thought I would hear today. It's it's not colorful metaphors, because that's a Star Trek thing. Uh, it's uh, colorful analogies. I like to think of it as genuine frontier gibberish. <laughs> frontier gibberish. Major Payne, you bring us genuine frontier gibberish. And it's yeah, fun to think about. And as, a, boys. 
And as a Coloradan, I consider that a, a high honor. <laughs> a very Never high honor. That is a precious metal. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that's what they say when they're hanging on the pole. Yeah. Oh, dear. I, uh, I do prefer the gold standard to the lead standard. You made me think of Led Zeppelin. Well, it, it, I, I don't know. You want to grovel it from the ground? Or you want to harvest it from the hills? Hell, either way, even if I go out and shoot all my own meat anymore, mm -hmm. I cannot get non-genetically modified meat. Really? Because the beans are oh, all I don't GMO. think that's so. Well, I mean, the, the GMO is in all of the feed. I mean, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll grant you that, like, you, you can't get something that is completely unaffected by it. Right. I'll, I'll give you that. But I don't think anyone is out there genetically modifying the venison. No, they're what not. If they they're, are? They're, they're, <laughs> the deer are just doing what they do. They're going to the most convenient damn grocery store. Yep. Just like humans. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, do you go like two towns over to shop for groceries? No, you usually shop uh, in sometimes the, actually, know, yeah. the nearest one. Sometimes. I mean, most humans. Well, depends on how much money you got to spend. and mm -hmm. Depends on the price of meat, man. I mean, some people, I mean, there's a, there's a little town probably 40 miles away that has a damn banging-ass grocery store. And uh, cheap, you know, good quality stuff. Mm -hmm. And if you get going to go spend $400... It's worth spending forty bucks in gas to go there. Yeah, yeah that's true. Although that's going to get you what, like a cartful? <laughs> that's well, a, I don't that's know. an inflation joke. Most people yeah, don't rise well, back up to in it. The day, I used to feel good if I was going out with uh, twenty bucks a bag. And now it seems to be more like thirty-five. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's that's true. And then, and then the gas to get there and all the rest of this shit. Hell, there's there there ain't no salvation in pricing. You know what's uh, stayed relatively the same at least uh, around here, the the price of a shot. Hmm. Like it hasn't really gone up much. It's about the same as it was when I got here. Might be up at like a buck or something like that, but it's certainly not doubled in price or anything like that. Well, I uh, I wonder if as the inflation goes up, uh, they make up for it in volume. Well. That's the thing about alcohol. It is one of the truly recession-proof industries. That's true. And that's because, well, when people are happy, they drink. And when people are unhappy, they drink. Mm. doesn't matter. It's uh, true. So it's, you know. If, yeah, if you want, you that was always one of the, the strange things that uh, uh, with the Ren Fair was that entertainment is always recession-proof. Because when people are at their worst is when they need the most distraction from their life. Yeah, you know when it's uh, not is uh, you know during a lockdown, mm -hmm. right? I'm so disappointed it's in the, the entertainment industry, the the entire fucking entertainment Don't industry. We're just stop. like, oh, we can't go to work, we can't make art, we can't have theater, we can't <sighs> sports, we can't have sports, we can't have basketball or football or hockey. Like and like, I libertarians aren't really sports people, dude. I thought people believed At least in the ones things. I know. 
But like, you know, you would think that all these people would have gotten together. But I mean, granted, they kept the NFL on in like a limited capacity with no nobody in the seats. They couldn't let that one go. Right. They couldn't like, oh, shit, we can't turn off the football. Right. They couldn't let that one go. So they left it on in the fucking most demented and weird fucking capacity that they could have ever done. Like there there were these pockets of people who actually believed in shit. Like the the Jews in New York, apparently, right, are actually Jews. They actually believe in their shit. Yep. And when you tell them you can't go to synagogue, they're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, there were, God we, told us six thousand years ago to do this. We're gonna do this. There were some other places where, like, you know, they're like, "Well, all right, everybody just park in the parking lot, and we'll have sermon here." Mm. Right? It was like a drive-in style fucking, you know, uh, gathering of the congregation. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like. You're right. Like, if you're going to profess to believe a thing, Mm. you best act on the thing. Yeah. Right? And, like, I mean, I got to tell you, that's one of the reasons I'm here. I will tell you, libertarians believe in liberty. That's true. Like, New Hampshire libertarians still believe in liberty. Did we stop the fucking festival? No. No, we didn't. Was it the only thing going on that summer? Kind of. Yeah. I was the only thing. I was the only live music. FUD, I'll give credit to the whole band. Right. We were the only live music that played that weekend on on the 4th of July that I'm aware of. Like, anywhere. Maybe even on the entire planet. I'm sure somebody else was playing some live music somewhere. Right. But not in an official capacity. Anyone could have came in, uh, bought a day pass, and fucking saw the fucking, you know, saw us play. Right. Anyone could have. Major, go ahead. You must be talking about the lockdown. Yeah. I, I, during that exact time, I was uh, harassed by the court, and I had to do some public service, right? So they weren't letting anybody do anything, but I, being me, am an independent contractor, so I was free of all these bullshit obligations. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I helped them build a, a stage outside the church and they did a parking lot congregation thing and broadcasted over the radio, which I thought was pretty cool. But anyway, I got excused from all my bullshit to the court. <laughs> doing about six, eight hours building this platform for like 42 fucking hours or whatever the hell they persecuted me to. So, I, I, I yeah, I, that was special. Yeah, I remember the uh, the court was done over the phone, and I'd actually oh, like yeah. had to take a fucking taxi down there, and it's like you couldn't have told me this fifty bucks ago. Oh fuck, dude. Yeah, of course you can't. I'm I'm your property. Yeah. You don't tell the plebs what's going on. Yeah. And I'm so mad at society for allowing it. Man, I thought people you know, believed in shit. Like I thought entertainers believed in entertaining. And like and like for the first time globally You were correct the first time. People do believe in shit. That's why they're so stupid. No, people don't believe in shit. People don't act on their beliefs. Look, if you don't act on it, you don't believe it. You might say you believe it. You might even think that you believe it. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, you might believe you believe it and be full of shit. It is important, I guess, to judge people by their behaviors. You know, like, like, guy might say he's into a thing, like, but does his behavior reflect that? You a know? lemon tree don't bring cherries. That sounds like a majorism. 
Adrian? It depends on if you know how to graft the different fruits. Tree can put out anything you want to put into it. What about Bitcoin? <laughs> can I put Bitcoin? I don't know. Well, about to be that. fair, I was talking about grafting other coins onto it. Oh, weird. Maybe. I have seen trees that grow three, four different kinds of fruit, and that's because of you know that you can take a popple, oh. popple tree, and a graft tree that probably one of the best because they grow real damn fast, but they're weak trunks. Do you guys remember earlier we were talking about uh, when Ian, we were on a regular air about the newspaper thing, and I brought about the, uh, the, the glazed paper? Yeah. That, I mean, it burns, but it's PFOS. it's not good. No, it's PFOS. McDonald's wrappers, you try to burn a hamburger wrapper, they ain't going to burn worth a damn. Mm. And the same with this glazed paper. And it's all insurance. Anybody that deals with large quantities of paper is going to be able to lower their insurance value if they coat all this shit with this PFOS coating. Ah, uh, is that what that's for? That's what I'm figuring. Yeah. There's a place north of our right house. I'm out, I'm just outside of Alpena, and we got one of the largest aviation bases in the world, and. Uh, you know how they do all these fire drills and whatnot, been spraying this PFOS shit all over their runways for three decades now, probably. Sure. Well, there's a place just upriver. There's five fingers of the Thunder Bay. But one of them come right past the airport there. And it's Indian Reserve Road. There used to be a very fine campground out there. Got a nice well pump and whatnot. And the government just shut it down about four years ago, maybe five. And I scratched my head for a couple, three years trying to figure out well, why in the hell did they shut down the Indian Reserve Campground? Yeah, that's a good question. Because of the PFOS weed. And they didn't want nobody getting sick off that well. Uh, uh, ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mind rolls pretty hard. Sometimes it lands in the proper slot on the roulette wheel. Sometimes it <laughs> tilt my fucking head and it rolls right out my ear. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Uh, Major, what's your take on this Bankman fraud guy? Oh, fucking Friedman? Yeah, uh, Sam Bankman uh, fraud. I, I, I think he's just a spoiled bread who got too big for his britches, quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not... Uh, I don't even know the fucking words to think of right now. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, Unusual I'm, I'm, for I'm, you. I'm not... Available to the affluence of that sect. I thought you said nobody outdraws my brain gun. Well, generally they don't. I'm pretty fucking quick-minded in case you ain't noticed. Uh, Even I, drunk as I am. You made the boast, so I'm just asking for clarification. Well, I can generally back up all my bullshit. <laughs> I, I challenged him on his, uh, you said nobody out, out draws my brain gun. 
and I don't remember how, but like it happened. But I've never seen nobody outdraw his brain gun. No, not nobody. I'm talking about Major Payne. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen nobody outdraw Major Payne's brain uh, gun. I guess I've never seen or heard that either. Major Brain's pain gun? <laughs> Major Brain's pain gun. <laughs> well, that sounds like a whole different product entirely. <laughs> New from Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> From those who brought you the easy bake oven comes <laughs> Major Brains Pain Gun. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Major Brains Pain Gun. We have really carried things too far. I'm smoking marijuana, coughing, and laughing at the same fucking time. Well, that's what marijuana does. It makes you cough and laugh at the same time. Yeah, you got to cough to get up, as they say. Well, no, you don't got to. It's helpful from time to time. <laughs> no, they do say it. They say it opens the corpuscles. Mm, it does open the por- the, the, the poor the corpuscles. <laughs> yeah, no, it it, it does uh, make a lot more of the THC hit your bloodstream all at once. It does it's true? All right. Well, hey, thanks for the call, Major. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's done. You know, I, I heard him there at the end. He doesn't corpuscled, but I I was already about to hang up on him. So you know, yeah, that happened. Uh, I I was about to get really mad at society, and mm. then I like thought about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at him anymore. I mean, mm. I still am, but like, you know, sometimes it enrages me. You know, right? Yeah, you know, mm. I feel like a society. You know, like I'm gonna have a a, a rant on fuck society. Mm. You know. Uh, but I don't know. I was halfway into a rant a second ago. Yeah. Because like, no, the thing is, I, I honestly thought that America had more variety than it did. Like I thought that there were actually like different kinds of people that believed in different things. And it turns out, no, like 80% of people believe in the man in the black robe. Or the blue costume. Yeah. And is and is silver badged bully. They believe in that for sure. Or the, uh, you know, uh, or, or or the white coat. The white coat. The, the infinite power of the white coat. It is so powerful that even giving the you the name of the person in the white coat gives you that power. It, isn't it interesting that like uh, there's all this uh, warlike action being taken by the United States? Uh, where, you know, no actual war has been declared. Mm. Uh, and people are just like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, man. <sighs> like, really? How are you fine dude, with that? Like, dude, uh, I fucking watched the, the panel that, look, we, we were just trying to like, even just get it on the goddamn ballot that in New Hampshire, we would not send the national guard of New Hampshire. Yeah. To fight in any war that hadn't been declared. Right. That seems pretty goddamn reasonable. That's, that's I one mean, of those things maybe. that like shouldn't have to be invented. Right? It should just be the way it is. Yeah. Right? But no, it's not. Yeah. The, you, you would, well, and, and this is the necessity of ignorance. Because the more people know about government... Yeah the more they have to either ignore or pay attention to. And if you pay attention to any of it, the whole goddamn thing unravels. Yeah. If you just, like, try to sit back and have an open mind and go, 
how do I measure this, right? Uh, one of the things uh, that I've learned in uh, employee management, uh, as well as tech, you know, stuff, is uh, change management, right? Uh, and it's just asking questions, but you evaluate systems by the outcome, right? I've designed a system that will deliver X, whatever that is. Right. I've designed a system that will deliver uh, one pint of ice cream to my front door. Right. Let's just say that's the output. Mm-hmm. I measure the system well, on how well, well it does that. Well, here's the problem, though. People believe them when they claim to have created civilization. <laughs> No. My favorite is uh, uh, when uh, people think that government grants you rights. Right. Like, everybody knows the government grants your rights. Like, holy fuck, did you just hear what you said? Like, wait, wait, wait the fuck a minute, you know? And, like, you know, oftentimes, like, when I hear this, I just fucking, I'm like, I'm done talking to you. I'm walking away. Well, I think the unspoken logic to the idea is this. I think that somewhere, on some level, they realize that if you are to have any right, then I have to acknowledge that. And not just me, but other people have to acknowledge, for example, that you have a right to not be stabbed. Now, if you have a right not to be stabbed, then I have to act on that by not stabbing you. And other people have to act on that by not stabbing you. Yeah, not stabbing people should be real fucking easy for yeah, people. Right, right. So, the problem comes in that they that they believe the only possible organizing principle in reality is violence. They believe that this violent monopoly yeah. is the only possible way that you can organize human behavior. No, it's it's fucking wild. Like. People are so brainwashed that they believe that without corporations, there wouldn't be companies. <laughs> that like, nah, people would just yeah. not do things if they didn't have... People would not organize to build, you know, large products or, you know, provide, you know, vast amounts of services, you know, in a cooperative fashion, you know, for a price. No, of course they're going to exist. I mean, if there wasn't a registry, how would you have a record of things? Right, yeah. Uh, oh, have you heard of pen and paper, <laughs> right? Yeah, be, a laptop, yeah because perhaps, merchants right? aren't you know, going like, to pay attention to whether they're profitable or not. You're going to pay more attention to every fucking thing you do because now you can. Right. And you kind of have to. No more outsourcing, right? This is the part, I think, that where people, even if they're drawn to, like, the philosophies of freedom, uh, they get lost because, like, more responsibility? Dude, life's hard enough already. Mm. I'm just trying to make it in the machine, man. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, yes, true. But you know what? You know what improves your life is taking more responsibility. Mm. If you take more responsibility for your own life, your own actions, uh, and refuse to turn the guns of government on other people, right, your life will improve. It's just... It's just how it works. If you're, well, if, if, if you're, and, and not just your life, everyone's. Yeah. Like your life has improved because of all of the people who chose not to do that. Right. All of the people who chose instead of using violence to negotiate. Yeah. Every single time that happened, it made it easier to happen. It made negotiation instead of violence a more likely occurrence the next time. And that's that's why we're fed. 
Like that's why that's why in the long run of things we have the first chunk of human history where we're concerned about getting too many calories. Why have why have all of humanity like <laughs> right, for yeah. as long as we have records for been kind of starving most of the time with relatively few exceptions until now when we're actually concerned about having too many calories? Yeah. Oh, because there were enough people that chose to talk instead of force. Right. And, you know, the, the free market ushers in a time where, uh, like previous to, to, you know, this type of a system, we'll call it a capitalist system, mm-hmm. previous to this, like the only way you, you acquired wealth was through violence. Right. You had to conquer somebody or dominate somebody to take their fucking wealth. Well, I mean, not and, the and only, so, but... And so, well, oh, the main way... Right, and so here comes capitalism, if you will, free market capitalism, at least, mm-hmm. uh, with the idea that for the first time you could amass wealth by serving your fellow man, mm-hmm. satisfying a human desire, a human need, if you you know one of those two things, mm-hmm. and you can enrich yourself by serving your fellow man. Win-win situation, right? I mean, I don't see how anybody can you know say that you know that is not the preferred method right peaceful voluntary exchange between willing individuals well that's that's never an argument that anyone is willing to take on when they disagree with voluntarism right they're never willing to take on the idea of well isn't it better if we do this without violence right than doing this through violence that's not a that's not an argument people are willing to take on they're they're willing to posit axioms yeah. that state that you are wrong, but they're not willing to actually think it out. Measuring the output of the institution known as government uh, will tell you, like, just what is what it is they're best at. Guess what's at the top of the list? Killing. Yeah. <laughs> Killing. Lots of dead people. Killing. Yeah. It's the number one thing governments do. Lots of dead motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, and that is why the the most common, I mean, uh, of anyone who even considers these things, the most common uh, argument is, well, aren't you concerned that they're going to kill you? Of course. But here's the thing. That's why I do they this. They aren't less of a murderous organization when I do what they tell me. <laughs> right, yeah. It's not like if I if I stop doing this that they're gonna oh he stopped doing that now we're not gonna murder anymore. Yeah, the problem Bullshit. is they're they're fucking chaotic, they're unpredictable. Yeah. They, they everything that is designed to scare you has to have unpredictability. Yeah, uh, we should take a break. Uh, be about uh, ten minutes or so. I like to uh, like to give y'all a little interlude so here's some tunes
All right. It's Beard Talk Live. 603-283-6160. I'm sorry, and you're welcome. That was Slayer. (laughs) Those of you who heard that before, you're like, ah, sweet, if you like it. Uh, Those of you who have never heard it before, you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, they still, like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of bands that have done, like, you know, faster or, like, more brutal or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the terms are in metal uh, than Slayer. But, like, man, their shit still stands up. Mm. I'm like, damn, that's fast as fuck, man. Holy Christ. It is. That was, like, 1983 and some shit, man, when, like, let's just be the fastest fucking band ever and, like, have the darkest topics of all time. Yeah, you know what that ended up in? Hmm. Math metal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and and the thing is, when you actually had to move your body to drum that fast, yeah, that actually puts you into a trance state very, very quickly. It also resulted in uh, a growing number of fit drummers, mm, right? Because <laughs> they were getting their aerobics, in, right? You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, when you put that on a computer. You don't have to enter a trance state to make that music. And well, I can't help but think that that has really been a huge cost in terms of good music. Well, I mean, far be it from anyone to use anything at their disposal to create something that sounds different, right? You know, you know, so I can't fault you for I, it. I'm, it's just... I'm all for innovation, but, hmm. like, I still prefer... Music where there's people playing the instruments, mm-hmm. like traditional, we'll call them traditional instruments at least, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, what does that include? Uh, well, really, uh, you know, guitar, bass, drums. I really like that a lot. If your band has guitar, bass, and drums in it, bass guitar, that is, and, and, and drums, traditional rock drums, like, I'm down. If you accent your band with some other shit, too, that's great. Uh, that's why I like uh, some uh, what they call uh, is it modern jazz bands. Uh, Snarky Puppy, for example, is one of those uh, where they have like they're led by a bass player, like and he's amazing too, Michael something or another. Uh, and they have a drummer and they have a guitar player, right? And 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 that, but then they have a whole bunch of horns and a whole bunch of strings and like it's almost pseudo orchestral rock, but it's also like Everything they do kind of sounds like a, a 70s or 80s like sitcom theme music, <laughs> right? So it's really super upbeat and like inspirational and, and that kind of a thing. So, but they have that nucleus of drums, bass, and guitar. So I think it comes down to that. Um, I also really like a power trio. That's why yeah. I like Rush, right? You know, a three piece, you know? Right. Um, not a lot of people yeah. get away with that. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, there's a whole bunch, but Slayer came out of fucking nowhere, and we're like, right? Like, Slayer, I think, is almost single-handedly responsible for everyone associating, uh, you know, heavy metal with Satan, right? Because, like, that, that's all of their imagery. They always have the pentagram on their shit somewhere. That's the, uh, you know? the they use the downward-pointed one, the evil one. The one I'm looking at, not on the, the witchy one, on the cover Slayer. It's actually sort of turned a little bit, so oh. it's sort of you know pointing. I don't know. 
southeasterly with a chance of rain and blood, apparently. Uh, So like Hardee's. Gotcha. Hardee's. Oh, we were talking about restaurants earlier, and I was like, I... Yeah, Hardee's and Carl's Jr., they both have that, like, canted X or uh, or, uh, star. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, it used to be, uh, when I was growing up and sort of wandering around, you know, aimlessly like came from Kung Fu, um, that, like, I thought I had knowledge. I did have knowledge, but, like, I thought I had more knowledge because of I had traveled in different regions. So, like, I knew of all the different names of all the restaurants, right? Now everybody kind of knows that because we've all seen commercials from out of market and that kind of thing where, you know, you're watching a different program and, or you get advertised to by it or whatever. So a, a lot more people are f- more familiar with the regional cultural differences. Like the restaurants, largely chains, right, have all been homogenized, you mm. know. Um, so, you know, unless you get like the mom and pop, right, or the, the one, the, I only have two stores, right, kind of a small business, right, uh, I like to go to those places because usually the food is better. You know, uh, the, the chains are institutionalized uh, to a degree. And this, you know, goes all the way up to like, you know, steakhouses and shit mm-hmm. like that, right? Uh, they're all institutionalized to a degree that uh, I I don't, I feel is like, I don't know, like less natural. Mm. So, uh you know, I really got to. I really got to shill my favorite movie. Okay, uh, it's called Branded, and uh, it's your favorite movie. It is my all-time favorite movie. Uh, it's this Russian flick, and so it kind of takes a while to get going. But mm-hmm. like the the turning point of the movie, because let's face it, you guys aren't going to fucking watch some Russian flick, and I won't even ruin the the ending for you in case you do. But uh, he ends up being able to see corporations as they are projected by people. Like, so to the degree that uh, that McDonald's or, you know, their off-brand so they don't get sued version of McDonald's has, like, inflicted itself on you and you have this, like, addiction to it, uh, he, like, sees that hovering over your head. So we can see, like, okay, well, you're branded by these ones, but this one's really the one that gets you. Yeah. Or like suddenly this one will rush toward the front because you're like, oh, I have a craving for that. So he uh, he's like, oh, dear God, what do we do about these creatures? Yeah. And I won't spoil the ending because it's fun. All right. But, uh, but uh, that's... Wait, no, he already called in. That's exactly what happens to people. These These repeated patterns these rituals they're uh that are written down and that are part of their their corporate charter they they leave an impression on on humanity mm. they really do and so far we've decided to empower the most psychopathic parts of humanity so so then what is it that makes people believe that uh, people in in government positions, uh, you know, are are doing anything worthwhile. Most people just flat out believe it. I mean, I know you're going to say like education indoctrination. Yes, of course, but like that can't be that. Like people just have to be like base level dumb to be able to be brainwashed like that. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, like well. we're like we're barely not apes, right? Well, so like my expectations are low, but I would think that more okay, people so... would sort of come out of that shell, you know, at a certain age, right? Like it said that like uh, the the average age of the man who uh, gets into politics is in his mid thirties, right? Thirty five, something like that is when, you know, the average male, at least in the U.S., like is like oh, I guess I'll read this paper or whatever, right? You know, I'll look into this thing, right? I'll look a little deeper. I'll get involved or I'll volunteer for a thing or whatever, right? Um, and so if it takes that long just to, like, you know, start looking at politics, much less figuring out that it's a giant evil machine of death, mm. right? Um, like, is disturbing to me. Like, I, you know, and, like, I, I was, like, 38 when I looked at, finally took a look at, like, I'm like, okay, I have to decide what I am. Uh, you know, am I a Democrat or am I a Republican? I didn't even consider. I mean, I knew there were other parties, but I'm like, I have to just look at this. What makes a Democrat a Democrat? What makes a Republican a Republican? Mm-hmm. And so I went and I looked, having never looked before, right? Mm-hmm. And what I found was I couldn't get a fucking uh, clean definition for either Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. That said, a Democrat is, and then blah, 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 right? You know, list the top five things, you know, or same thing with Republican. Couldn't. And it turns out that their values have flipped back and forth between the parties over the course of time. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, well, then how can you define yourself by something that, you know, seeks to avoid definition? Like, I can't define myself by that. I I need to define myself by something a little more uh, tangible, a little more rigid, if you will, and uh, stumble upon the fucking non-aggression principle. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the non-aggression principle? What the fuck is that? I've never heard of that before. Let me look into that, right? And so I looked it up, and I read it, and I read about it, and uh, I read some things that other pe- other people like. Yeah, the non-aggression principle is this, and like people have questions, and this started me like down the rabbit hole, if you will, or out of the rabbit hole, if you will, uh, into what is actually happening, what is reality at this point, right? Which is that uh, yes, you have been brainwashed. Yes, uh, it was effective. Uh, yes, you also thought, or I did anyway, I'm talking about myself mostly mm-hmm. here, but uh, yeah, I also thought that like, oh, of course government's necessary, why wouldn't you, you know, I can hear myself, and that's a, part of the reason why I'm mad at society is because I can hear myself when I hear them, mm-hmm. and I'm reminded, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, you oh, sound like yeah. me when I was like 22 or something, mm-hmm. right, you know, I'm like, fuck, I was dumb yeah, about that, mm-hmm. right, I wasn't dumb about, you know, a bunch of stuff, man, I mean, I, you know. I've gotten by, right? I'm still here, still kicking. So, you know, not all bad, but like, I don't understand why it just affects so many fucking people forever. Mm. And I hope that, like, you know, doing stuff like this show, uh, Free Talk Live, anybody who's doing any liberty media at all, mm-hmm. like, we, we need more of you. Consider mm-hmm. doing more, like somehow figure out a way to, you know, throw another thing on the pile or something. Well, I don't know, because like, there's as, not enough of us yet. And you may as well, because there's not that much that is AI proof. Yeah. And what there is that's AI proof is fundamentally based on the human touch. Yeah. Like that thing that makes humans humans per se has to be what makes you your living or else it's going to be so boring that we make the the lightning rocks do it. Right. And that's really what it is. We melted down a bunch of rocks, and now we run lightning through it. And now all the boring shit gets done. And if what you're good at is boring, 
you didn't really want to do it anyway. Yeah. So go do the thing that is human. Because whatever that is, that ineffable human thing, that's what's going to be left undone in the world that is coming about. Because, yeah, we're, we're going to automate, yeah, everything that gets automated. But you can't automate humanity. That's what makes it humanity. It's it's a, a, a creatorship. Yeah, I, I, I think that, like, there needs to be more art. Yeah. You know, just in general. Yeah. But, but also surrounding, like, and, liberty, you know? Right. Well, and uh, that is the most needed art right now. But I, 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 so, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you my prediction. Uh, what I predict is that it will continue to be more and more a thing for the next two decades. That'll be about when it's uh, when the acceleration peaks mm-hmm. and it'll start slowing down and like we'll have the actual peak of liberty of liberty art then and then we'll go back to being conservative because it just swings back and forth, man. The that the the whole scam of of who the good guy is, who the bad guy is. Like there is something fundamentally different about being uh organization order authoritarian or hands off leave you the fuck alone. So they have to go back and forth because if if ever that gets enough power, then it takes over. So in order to keep the authority game going, they have to keep pretending to be the not-authority thing. But if you pretend too long, you actually become the not-authority thing. Well, and I mean, like, people will continue to try to join the organization and change it from the inside. And, like, good luck to you, you know. Fools. Like, I... But best of luck. I mean, we're here in New Hampshire, and that's exactly what's happening. Right, like people are joining the system and you know trying to oh trying I to don't fix it from I, the inside. I I think that's a fool's errand. So what I do think that you can do is that you can slow down enough of the most destructive parts that you can give us an easier time transitioning into a functioning society. You can't actually fix it. You can, however, slow down enough of the most destructive parts at the right time. To make it easier. <laughs> you know what you're describing? Hmm. Putting the governor on it? Yes. <laughs> the best that you can do in with the, government in, in is the, govern it. In the, Holy shit, that might be the most brilliant thing I've ever said. In in the vernacular... Uh, wait, you said it. I said it. I said you're putting a governor on it. Mm-hmm. You're going to take credit for that? I'm taking credit for putting it together in that particular word order. <laughs> okay. All right. Either way. Why, it was sloganry. Sloganry. <laughs> Either way. Uh, yes. You, I, I believe you can. Or at least it's really entertaining seeing them try. Right? Like some of the, the, the greatest uh, commercials that I've seen uh, have been like Jeremy Kaufman. Oh my God! His fucking YouTube videos for like, hi, I'm running for fucking what, and like, blah, and he he's done several of them. They're fucking entertaining. War mm. is gay, for example, right? Like that's one of the, that's a classic video, man. It reminds me of uh, what's that other video? It is uh, so weird watching the right do all of the humor. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> what's that other video that was uh, 
It's like film a mouth of farts or whatever. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hi, I'm something something, and I'm just standing here waving my hand. <laughs> I believe that was uh, every political ad ever. The most honest politi- political ad or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Headline. Uh, yeah. <sighs> well, I'll change my name if that makes my donors happy. I don't really do anything, but here I am walking across the street. It's just some boring. And here are these pictures. Yeah. I put on this hard hat to make me look important. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's uh, the the science of manipulation is something that's been passed down for millennia. But the information is all out there. This is why... Uh, Man, that's the the real son of a bitch of this. It's like, I have... The information. I have to... Look into it. I have to judge every individual individually when yeah. it comes to the question of like, at what point can I simply expect you to have looked the fuck around? Here's the information that is available to you. At what point do I have to like say, grow the fuck up? And I can expect that of people. I mean, I think that people already expect other people to act in that way. It's just that when it's pointed towards, uh, is government really just a giant uh, institution of violence? Yes. Yes, it is. The answer is yes. You don't even have to look into it. I'm fucking telling you. I looked into it. The answer is yes. So there are people that get very upset with the idea of Santa Claus or God being taught to children. Now, I'll admit that there are arguments about those things. But you know what's even less real than those things that those people aren't upset about? Government. Mm, It is less real than Santa Claus. And as an atheist, you can appreciate that some, some atheists are upset that God is taught to children. I think I'm at agnostic. I think now. there's an argument there. I think I'm at agnostic now. More so than atheist. But has nothing you know to do what? with the aliens revelation. Everyone acts like they believe it. And if you act like you believe it, that's well, just as good. I mean in that in in that way like I I still say this because it's true. Uh I became uh an anarchist and an atheist. For the same reasons, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, even though I identify as agnostic, just because I I'm not smart enough to know what the fuck, right? Like, yeah, I I could be wrong. I'm human. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the conditions of life. But, it is. Uh, so, but at, at the same time, like I looked around at like all I became atheist before anarchist, uh, and because I just looked around. You know, I was in several different versions of religion, mm-hmm. and they were all like, we believe in the one true God. I'm like, well, then why are there several different copies of you with different fucking features and you know benefits and, you know, statements of, you know, belief and rituals, right? You know, your, your candle lighting and fucking all that shit. And so then I was like, oh, and then like some of these religions aren't even like sort of the same religion. Like if you get outside of uh, like Christianity, right, you know? Uh, and then you're like, oh shit! There's all these other fucking types of religions, even. 
uh, not just subsets of the same religion, right? So, like, all of a sudden, nobody can agree on anything. I'm like, well, then how can any of you motherfuckers say mm. that your God is the God? And, you know, and I'm just like, like wait, I thought it's the whole not point. fucking possible. I thought the whole point that I was going into this for was some kind of, like, framework yeah. that had consistency. Right. Well, okay. So not only do we have like, it well, does. my actually, version is the only one that gets you into the good place. We also have actually everyone is my religion. Oh, really? Which one? Because the Catholics say everyone is Catholic. The Hindus say everyone is Hindu. If it does have consistency, Why does no one agree? it does have consistency across all religions. If you consider for the moment that they could all just be cults. Hmm. Like, it's entirely possible. Like, I think factually speaking, right, that, like, probably religions uh, all fit the condition of cult. Mm-hmm. Like, just by nature of existence. Honestly, I think they all, because you can't prove anything, so how is that not a cult, right? Well, so, but again, the, the getting best, past the that. Best an- hold on, hold on. The best answer that I ever heard to the question of, is Scientology a cult? Like, yes, it is. The best answer I ever heard was it's too soon to tell. <laughs> you know now, what else? That is a very fair answer. Now, uh, on uh, I happen to know the speaker. He's like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure it's a cult. But we don't know for sure because it's still going on. And if it's actually a cult, they die out. You know what else is a cult? Uh, like these multi-level marketing, you know? Yeah. They, these, these things are cults. They're man. cults. Holy shit, man. And, and the thing about cults... They don't work. Yeah. So uh, so I looked at religion in that way, and I was just like, wait the fuck. Okay, so no, this is all bullshit, right? Because I'm like, I'm not joining your fucking cult. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to believe in any of this shit and move on with my life. And guess what? I was a good person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I'm human. I fuck up, right? But, like, you know, I did, you know, I had fun. I didn't hurt many people. Like, there was a few times when, you know, got into some things and hurt was made, you know? But, like... You know, it's been a relatively, uh, I'm pretty glad with, like, how things have gone, right? Uh, I'd like to write several books about it, actually, and we'll, I don't know if I'll ever get to that. But, like, uh, I didn't need that as a guy. In fact, it freed me, right? It, it, it allowed me to be m- more decisive in my actions, not based on a system of beliefs, but based on, like, can I put myself in your shoes? What would I feel like right now if I were me talking to you, right? And so mm-hmm. I try to talk to people in that way. Uh, and I hope that that comes through. Mm-hmm. And it seems to have worked for the most part. And and I'm cool with that. Uh, getting beyond that, I don't know how to get people from a cult uh, to the position of liberty. Um and so I I became atheist and went about my life. And then one day I sat down and I'm like, okay, am I Democrat or Republican? And I found out, you know, that I'm neither, right? And then I looked at, like, the alternative party. The Libertarian Party was there. And I'm like, ah, it sounds like light Republicans, you know. Uh, the Green Party was there. There's, like, several other – there's a whole bunch of other parties, actually, that no one ever talks about. They never get any press. There's, like, I don't know, 15 or something, right? And, like, they have very few members and all that kind of thing, but they do exist. Um, and I was just like, yeah, none of these seem right either. You know, I'm not really any of those. And then all of a sudden, I think it was, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like uh, 
you become libertarian when you accept the fact that uh, hitting people and taking their stuff uh, is wrong. You yeah. become an anarchist when you realize there are no exceptions. Mm. Something like that. That's I, exactly right. I don't know if that's the, the phrase exactly, but something like that like was put in front of me, and I was like, damn, there it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and then all of a sudden I'm consuming you know, media because uh, it's early YouTube days, right? I'm consuming media that's all about like, hey, you know what? Uh, here's an argument against the state. Uh, oh, and here's another thing that uh, the state does. And, oh, yeah, did you know? And then, like, democide crossed my mm. radar. And I'm like, fuck, man. Holy fucking shit. That's mm. the output. That's the measurement, right, that you want to look for. That's what the system does. That's what it puts out mm. is democide. Uh, <laughs> so the reason that I was taken in by the idea of the American government specifically mm-hmm. was that of all of the governments, because of course the the underlying lie is that government is necessary. Right. But the surface lie was that the reason that this one was just was because it allowed religion. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, a human being believing a thing right. is something that should be up to someone to punish them over right right, right. yeah <sighs> yeah it's a poor, that's, poor argument <laughs> and that's why like i never really fully got taken in by the the minarchist argument like it took me a while to break to like work through the idea to be sure when I, when I heard, but i never really got taken in by the the well, no, you just need this little bit. It's like, well, well, but why? When I heard the term minarchist, I found the definition. I'm like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's just a smaller version. And I'm like, I, and in fact, I also thought I was one of those, right? Like, but after I had like discovered anarchism, if you will, uh, no rulers, not no rules, no yeah. rulers. And that was like an epiphany. I'm like, right? Like, I mean, I instantaneously woke up. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, my God. Government really is fucking unnecessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, my, my aha on anarchy yeah. was really economic. Yeah. Like, okay, I went to the government indoctrination camps. We yep. considered the education system to be. And they taught me, oh, well, so there's these these planned economies and these uh, capitalist economies. And, well, both of them have their problems. So uh, everyone who is around is a mixed economy. They're not completely capitalist or completely planned. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought about it that's all that's all yeah just ran through it's like okay well what's the problem with this with this uh, uh capitalist economy yeah well you you get these corporations that just take over and the problem with the socialist one or sorry planned is just well it uh gets all socialisty <laughs> right yeah 
People well, die. So I just thought about it and thought, it's like, okay, so what? Oh. Well, obviously, you just don't have a government being a capitalist government or a planned economy government. Be yeah. you socialist or cap- uh, communist or, or mooniest. Like, yeah, just don't have a government enforcing that it be this way. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, uh, the one place that people accept monopoly, <laughs> right? Security, right? Be like, oh, no, we need their security. They're keeping the baddies out, keeping the goodies in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, they're there to serve and protect. They're to keep the hoodlums out of the neighborhood and right. you know, keep the kids off the grass or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, you wouldn't have property if it weren't for them. Don't want those, you know, other people around here. So we got to have a, a fucking force of might to make sure that they don't be hanging around for too long. It, it reminds me of, uh, I think it's uh, Rambo, right? Uh, bringing it back to the 80s movies for a minute, uh, where he just like wanders into town, right? And gets harassed immediately. By the town cop, mm. you know, and then they have uh, a discussion mm. and it doesn't go well. And then the rest of the movie ensues. Um, but like, that's kind of what uh, like people who think that government is necessary. Think of the police force. They think of it as that they're going to keep the, the, the drifter bum away from my neighborhood, at least, or out of my city or keep the crime under control in my city. And like, they don't really do any of that. They, they just show up and, you know, do some paperwork. Uh, then they get some access to some of your private data. And then, uh, you know, they figure out if it was you or not. Uh, and then they act accordingly. Uh, and, well, accordingly for them, at least. Uh, and to me, like, I've seen enough police brutality and police violence and police abuse of the badge of the power and all that kind of thing that... Uh, I know for them it's a power trip, right? I know that people use uh, the fact that they're carrying a badge for their own purposes and for intimidation of others. You know, uh, it happens. Don't act like it doesn't. It happens way more frequently than you think. Uh, so, I don't know where I was going with that. But it's ridiculous to me that more people can't see it. Like, mm-hmm. more people can't see that... That they do a shitty well, job so often that there should be choice. Well, you should be you. able to be like, you're fired, and you can't do that. Everybody says, well, we're the government. Great, try and fire somebody. Mm. If you think we're the government, try and fucking fire somebody. Good fucking luck. I mean, the first thing that they do is poison all of them. All of the time. So, yeah, it's real hard to think. They poison their bodies. They poison their minds. All of the time. From birth until death. So yeah, they literally make it as hard as possible for as many of them as possible to think. Because we don't want people thinking. That's that's too goddamn dangerous. You start thinking, then you start discovering. You start discovering, then you start rebelling. Next thing you know, they'll take my thoughts away. Well, we are entering the age where that's a legitimate technological possibility. Like, <laughs> you're not even joking. No, either. I know. I And I know this. But like, if you would have said those same words like 10, 15 years ago, people be like, 
oh my god, this guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. Man. But yeah. No, no. No, I can spell out totally exactly true. how. Uh, I can spell out exactly how. I mean, that's one of the things that AI opens up too. Is that hey, yeah. we're now way more efficient at figuring out what parts of your brain activate with different things. Yep. And wouldn't you know it, we kind of know how to fuck with that. Man, when AI gets plugged into like all of the shit the government has been storing on everybody and just gets a hold of that database of information and all the different metrics that they're tracking and mm. how they're... The government is constantly measuring and evaluating you mm. constantly. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a, an under-talked-about thing, uh, I think, when it comes to the institution of government is... Uh, some people go, oh, the government is spying on you. They're doing that, too. <laughs> uh, and they're also breaking their own rules by doing so. Mm -hmm. uh, but even outside of that, they are tracking you. They have been tracking you for uh, as long as governments have existed. They've been paying attention to your behaviors, uh, and they have been acting upon uh, your tendencies since, I mean, the institution uh, morphed from, you know, traditional religions, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I won't even say that it was invented. I'm not sure how the institution of government isn't a religion. I mean, it is, but like oh, officially. No, I can, I can, no, like this officially. Is actually, this is actually a tremendously important point. So uh, it, it, there's always been this uh, uh, practice where there is a god of a particular nation. Uh, Yahweh is the God of the nation of Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and in the same way, like there's a, there are always these gods of these particular people. And in particular, when the technology of empire emerged, yeah. it emerged in a way that was completely and utterly fused with the religion. Right. So Rome, specifically. Rome had the particular confluence of events of like just... So America did the slaviest slavery. Mm -hmm. Rome did the empirist empire. Okay. And that religion has been carried on secretly into modern America. And it's yeah. why the government buildings are the shape that they are. Right, yeah. There's a reason that they're goddamn Roman. Right. And there's a reason there's a fucking obelisk in every city. Yeah. Because they are literally Egypt, which figuratively is slavery. Like when the Bible talks about Egypt, yeah. and, and, it, and it actually is real specific about this. The, the first commandment actually starts out, I am the Lord thy God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So Egypt was already a figure of speech for slavery, but in case you didn't catch it the first time... <laughs> specifically out of bondage. Mm. So when you find that there's yeah. a goddamn Egyptian obelisk in every single major city in America, you should probably think that maybe there is a system of creating slavery. Yeah. Yeah, I learning about the advent of the Prussian system, right? And how that uh the US was very keen to learn this system even though uh, it was supposedly the land of the free, uh, because it gave them the control that they were seeking uh, within uh, programming the minds of the youth. Like, uh, 
the the song that I wrote, Contaminated Mindware, is about that subject. It's just that, you know, this is what's happening. Uh, your children in public schools are being loaded up with a whole bunch of shitty fucking software. <laughs> it's like if you walk into Walmart and buy an off-the-shelf laptop, generally it's got all sorts of fucking bullshit on it that you don't need on, on your laptop, right? And And it also wants to know every goddamn thing about you. It's like, what's your shirt size? What's your, you know, how tall are you? You know, I don't, it's not that granular, but it needs to know all your shit. Mm. And I don't like that, right? It's supposed mm. to be a personal computer, not a, hey, here I am, everybody, and I'm all on the internet computer, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, I finally poked around at Cash App. And, uh, I mean, they'll bribe you to use it. Yeah. And, hey, there's Bitcoin on there, right? Yes. Bitcoin. It's true. Right? No, no, it's fucking not. Well, what there is, there's a button that says Bitcoin. Yeah. And they will let you save in Bitcoin, but you can't remove Bitcoin. It's not true. Uh, I've done it. Uh, Wait a and minute. I, apparently, Wait a minute. I don't understand the interface because what it was Hold looking on. like to me Hold was on. that you could only deposit and you could only deposit if you gave them your tax information. Hold on. Hold on. So you're saying. So what I've done successfully is I've deposited some Bitcoin and mm -hmm. then uh, turned it into USD mm -hmm. via the app. I've done that. It is an off-ramp. Yes. But it I don't think I've ever... It as an on-ramp. I don't think I've ever put Bitcoin into it and then took Bitcoin out. You can't. Huh. It's a vacuum. It's one way. And in order to even put Bitcoin onto it, you have to tell it yeah, exactly what your tax yeah. bracket is. What you have to do for any of the uh, uh, sp Bitcoin spenders, right? There's a few places that still offer, like, the debit card, the crypto debit card. Uh, those places exist. Yep, you got a KYC. Uh, Coinbase still exists. Uh, other exchanges uh, still exist where you can get on them and you can do exchangey stuff, but you got a KYC. So... The on-ramps and the off-ramps are still the battlefield that has not changed to this day. I don't think it's going to. I think that uh, it, it is a war, and of course the USD is going to lose. Right? It's just a matter of time. Well, and this is the shit I didn't get to talk to talk about on the uh, on the radio earlier, but. Uh, banks are going down, man. The PacWest was the one that was concerned. Like, people were like, oh, no, PacWest is about to go down. Didn't go down while people were paying attention to it. Mm. But it did just get gobbled up and sold off. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it went through this merger. Who bought it? Uh, hmm? Who bought it? Yeah. I forget. Okay. Uh, it went through this merger, and the new company sold off a third of its assets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just they, they, they broke it down before the... Before the feds did it for them, hmm, and uh, this uh, Kansas bank, yeah, FDIC just just crashed it. Yep. Not one whisper on the mainstream, from what I could tell. Of course, no one wants to talk about that. Uh, absolutely, mm. every single indicator that exists is like flashing red. And has yeah. the 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 screaming klaxons at this point, like it's all. <sighs> this is the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
Okay, so we've never actually taken this long between when the uh, yield curve inverts and when the recession comes, except for the Great Recession, uh, also known as the... The, uh, the recession's so good, they named it Great. Yeah. <laughs> and the Great Depression. The Depression's so good. <laughs> that they named it Great. <laughs> Is it is it like Great Britain? And hey, I guess we're headed for the Great Collapse because it doesn't take this long otherwise. Well, I mean, there's a whole lot of forces at play, you know, manipulating things and, you know, banks and, you know, purchases and stocks and bonds and markets and, you know, all this stuff's going on. So give it a minute. <laughs> or will it be the Great Reset? Well, uh, there's a reset that I'd like, but it's not the one they're talking about. Mm. You know, uh, you know. How about we turn the government yeah, off? My, my mine's more of a great rebirth. Yeah. Thanks. I, I like evolution. Yeah. Let's evolve out of this thing. Yeah, because it's totally possible to do it. Yeah, completely nonviolently. Yeah, yeah. And it's time for the love evolution, man. Yeah, you know. We just we just have to outthink our way. Yeah. Uh, instead yeah. of fighting the existing well, thing, build a better one. Well, and that's the thing that that outcompetes it. Oh, so so uh, right. So this is what I meant to uh, get to when I was talking about the cult that was Rome, right? Yeah. So part of that is moneta, monetary. Yeah. Because the that's the the governing deity of the issuances of the idols of the sun and the moon. <laughs> Because that's what they are. Money the comes the from sun, God. right? The sun will be the idol that is gold. The yeah. solar metal, it will have a god on it, uh, a male figure. Frequently, and that's the thing, Caesar. Frequently, you will have the emperor. Oh, the the sun god emperor right. is our king. And of course, the lunar metal will have the the personification of the state. Lunar metal. Yes. That sounds like a version of heavy metal I've never heard of. Mm. It's pretty lunar tunes. Uh, silver. Silver. Which yes. it turns out, or, or at least I heard, and I haven't had a chance to giggle it, uh, is the most conductive metal. Silver? But at any rate, it's uh, it's a low corrosive metal, and it's definitely the lunar metal, and has been for millennia. I, I just find it interesting that uh, Monita uh, mm. was Monita an actual god? Yes, Moneta Juno, and, and that's no, I didn't so, know. So Monet, <laughs> <laughs> I find it hard to like. Do you, for the first mm, when you first said it, I thought to myself, is it possible that this is all just like? Uh, multi-generational like uh, muscle memory mm. that like oh people just believe that money comes from a god mm -hmm. you know yeah uh, and so that's why people like follow well, the cult of the u.s well, or canada or mexico or whatever well or they're right they, 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 the borders claim that they're under because i mean one way or another gods live in people's hearts if they live at all so the the value of the money lives in the same place. Mm. So yeah, it's, it, it is the emanation of a God, like it's creation. And the one thing that humans absolutely provably create into the universe that isn't there before and now is there is value. 
So I mean, yeah, it it is a fundamentally divine property that gives moneyness to, in this case, uh, yeah. the solar and lunar disks. Uh, right, it, and it, in reality, what it does is it just gives measure to, you know, how much for how much. Right. Right. You have to be able to measure a thing, mm-hmm. but the in value order to, in order to see the results. Because the which measure, which thing do we use to measure? Right. And, well, it worked, and now it doesn't work. I had somebody use the uh, uh, the decimal system uh, excuse on me recently mm. when talking about, um, you know, will Bitcoin outlive the dollar? Absolutely it will. Mm. Yes. Period. I mean, I have no doubts. Oh, yeah. Um, however, his argument was uh, that, uh, uh, I can't remember now. Well, that was enlightening. Yeah. It was, uh, what argument did I say? I don't know. He used but a I, something argument on me. But I, I would say that uh, the reason that... It'll come back. The reason that there is no top for Bitcoin is because it outlives the dollar. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the thing that's oh. really going to throw a lot of people for a loop, is that they think that state-sponsored fiat is going to, is going to be the next currency. And that's patently ridiculous. The decimal system. Mm. Right? You remember uh, in the U.S. some time ago? Uh, maybe you're not. Uh, yeah, I think you're old The enough. Dewey decimal system? No, no, no. Um, uh, they were going to replace like units oh, of measure. Oh, inches and feet yeah, and all of that. Yeah, we were going to move off the imperial to the, to the decimal like the rest of the fucking world. Mm-hmm. And that failed somehow mm-hmm. or never even started, I guess. I'm not really sure what the fuck happened there. But I remember there was a whole bunch of hype about it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. They're, they're going to set a date, and then we're going to move over. And so, like, people are like, you got to learn this thing. Somebody used that as an argument as to why Bitcoin won't be uh, a widespread adop- adopted. Uh, because people couldn't even learn the fucking decimal system. <laughs> hmm. Well... I think that the decimal system lacks the most important quality of the so-called imperial system. I I I know what an inch is. It's about this much. Okay. Do you know what uh, three centimeters is? No. Okay. I have no idea. It's three of a thing that doesn't actually exist. What about one meter? Uh, again, it's a thing that doesn't actually exist. But a yard does? A yard's three feet. Okay. You can understand what a yard is, but not a meter? Well, a yard is three feet. A meter is not three feet. N- no, it's ten of something. Cause it's the right, decimal ten system. of what? Oh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I can tell you what a foot is. I've got two of them. Well, At the uh, end it, of these it, yeah, stocks, it, I call it, legs. So, so you think that the relatableness of the naming conventions mm-hmm. of the units of measure is yes. what prevents... Yes. The decimal system for being it, it adopted literally despite causes its mathematical... A, uh, it literally okay. causes there to be a bridge between your physical experience right. and your verbal expression. And yeah, that's effective. Don't get me wrong. I dig a decimal system. It's fantastic for especially like uh, small measurements. Anything where you've got like, oh, I'm using exponents to describe the damn thing. Of yeah. course you need a decimal system for that. Yeah, it's great for scientific work. Do you know what a fathom is? I I couldn't fathom it. 
But if I was, oh. It's literally just your wingspan. It's an oh, approximate. Oh, I thought that was a span. It's it's an approximate measure. Uh, learned this on the fishing boat. You know, it's an approximate measure. So, of course, this my oh. wingspan is going to be shorter than your wingspan or longer than somebody else's and whatever. But it's about, you know, uh, so when you're measuring fishing line to drop down into the ocean, you measure it in fathoms. About how many fathoms was that? Oh, 52 or something, right? Oh, that's you're just fantastic. measuring as you lower the thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's beautiful. But you're right. I, I, I remember that because I know what that is, and I had to work at it. I'm like one fathom, right? two fathoms, right? right? Getting my exercise. Yeah. And you are physically connected to that measurement. Like you can physically comprehend it, not just mentally comprehend it. Right. Now, when it comes to things like atoms, I'm not going to physically comprehend them. When it comes to things like nebulae, I'm not going to physically comprehend those. I'm going to have to settle for mental comprehension. And for that, the decimal system is good enough. Because, okay, a meter is like this, so it's the 10 system of about this much. Yeah. Okay, close enough, I guess, <laughs> since I'm going to only use it in my mind anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, like, in some aspects, like, the decimal system was adopted. Drugs, right, for example, mm. right? Um, you know, I mean... Telegram. I know how much a gram is. <laughs> I know what a kilo is, right? <laughs> See, Telegram really should be the, the name of a company that delivers Instagrams. Oh, yeah. Yes. Telegram. Telegram. No, Telegram should be the thing that you tell. And then Instagram, Instagram the should be the app yeah. that you order for telegrams to be delivered. For those of you listening and wondering why we're talking about Instagram, uh, I have a dream that one day the market will truly be free. And then uh, Instagram can become its right and proper uh, business, which is a uh, vending machine for cocaine. Because that would truly be Instagram. Uh, as opposed to this other thing that exists that has that name that doesn't fit at all. It's not what it does. Mm. It, it, it's not instant, and it doesn't give you any grams. It's not Instagram. It just doesn't live up to the hype, man. You think it does? So I'd like to segue whiplash, if I might. Whoosh. That's right. <laughs> so apparently... Lay it on me, pal. Apparently this undersea volcano just went off a while back, that put like 10% more water in the atmosphere than we had before. Wait, it just went off or it went off a while ago? Like it went off a while ago. Okay. And I am just now finding out about oh, this. Oh, I see. Like what's a while? Like a year? Well, it went it went off long enough ago that it was responsible for the hottest July. Which was when? Well, this is August. July wasn't hot at all here. That's true. We kind of lucked out on that one. It's been rainy as fuck, man. If there's mm. anything in New Hampshire that's fucking thirsty, you are just not trying. <laughs> there's probably more people dead from the amount of water. People, animals, right? It, you know, there's probably more like, you know, oh, flooding and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, bad that has happened uh, than good. But, like, I swear to God, man, holy shit, has it rained here this fucking summer? Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm still walking on paths that are washed out. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. What no, that's been about? ridiculous. What are we talking about? Uh, and I'm and that's fucking why is my guess is that the this undersea volcano 
put so much seawater in the air that it's like, okay, we have the average 100% of water in the air that's all of the clouds on the planet. Yeah. And now we're adding a tenth of that. So an undersea volcano erupts and ends up, how does it end up? It evaporated that much seawater. Huh. So did the the amount of seawater in the sea go down uh, commensurately? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Ain't that something. wonder what effect that has on well, everything. <laughs> 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 kind of like uh, on a whole different level without like the fear, but like uh, when Fukushima happened, mm. right? Uh, I found, uh, I can't remember the name of his website now, but a guy who's like a nuclear scientist, he's been, you know, blah, blah, he's worked in the nuclear, blah, blah, blah. And he was telling it like it is. He's like, no, 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 they're not. No, what they should be telling you is this, right? Here's how it actually works with, you know, nuclear stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so I started watching all this stuff, and I'm like, this dude, uh, Arnie Gunderson was the guy's hmm. name. Arnie Gunderson. And so I was like, oh, that's that's neat. That's interesting that, like, here's a guy. And I learned a whole bunch from that guy. I can't, like, remember much, if any, of it right now. Mm. But, like, at the time, I was like, holy fuck, all this information exists. Here's a guy who's using the tools at his fingertips to uh, tell people, like, hey, you shouldn't be worried about this because of this. Uh, or, yeah, you probably should be worried about this because of this. Right? Uh, and he wasn't wrong. He talked about the the entire, uh, you know, everything below sea, right, was going to become contaminated with radiation. And it did. Uh, and it still is. Uh, they still pull up fucking uh, retarded-looking fish, you know what I mean, from, like, you know, being exposed too close. It came too close to that radiation, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and so there's all sorts of, you know, uh, and so <laughs> around the world at that time, they just decided to raise the number of what they thought was acceptable amounts of radiation for humans. Mm. So every agency around the world, just or at least in the United States, I don't know about around the world, but at least in the U.S., they just went, oh. We, uh, we your overlords, yeah. have accepted used to this be, new level of radiation for you, our underlings. They, they measure it in rads. I don't remember the, the, the units of measure of exposure uh, to certain, to certain uh, radiation, particularly nuclear radiation. But whatever their measurement was, they're like, oh, this is a safe level. No, we're just going to double that now. And so, like, because nothing ever fell, you know, below or above uh, their new limit, mm -hmm. uh, nothing ever happened. No government ever took any action outside of the Japanese government, right? They're, they're like, well, we're just going to have to slowly let the shit leak into the fucking Pacific Ocean and slowly poison the West Coast. Well, and that shit, this that was shit's how blown I learned, across the entire country. This was how I learned that the Japan world. still believes in ritual suicides. So, I mean, they, they have a rich and ancient tradition of uh, seppuku and tsuifuku, which are uh, one's a variation of the other, and I always yeah. forget which is which. But, like, the, the I'm going to, like, stab myself through the gut and then please chop off my head so that I don't just die in agony um, because I have dishonored myself and I would rather die and, like, recover some of my family's trustworthiness in the community yeah. than allow this shame to be passed on to my descendants. And apparently they still believe in shit like that. Yeah. Because they had the the minister of energy or whatever it was, like, stand up there and drink an entire glass of fresh Fukushima water. 
Whoa. And you could see on his face, so I've heard, that he knew exactly what he was doing. I'm... And of course, he dies of cancer very shortly thereafter. Mm, something fishy going on there. So apparently they still believe in uh, in seppuku over there. I mean, I, uh, the idea of honor and or respect, uh, you know, emoted in that way, right? Willing to die for, you know, uh, to, you know, to absolve yourself of some shameful thing that you did uh, is very popular in like TV and the movies, right? Uh, you got like the Klingons in Star Trek, right? They're that, they're supposed to be that like, oh, we fight, and blah, 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 but we honor or die and, you know, that kind of shit. So, um, I get the concept, mm-hmm. but like, I, I think it would be better for you to live an attempt to remedy your, your thing mm-hmm. than to just say, oh, I'm shameful and now I'm dead and now well, I paid my debt. Like, I think and like, that's, uh, making amends and that's, that's the, uh, the is and different that's the, than taking your life and saving face. And that's the Christian thing to do is to redeem yourself, to seek oh. redemption. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, and I completely agree. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I'm big on the whole honor thing. I, yeah. uh, there's a, a, an old Viking saying that, uh, I, maybe a paraphrase is, uh, men die, cattle die. Mm-hmm. I know one thing that does not die. The reputation of him that's earned it. And there is definitely some truth to that. Yeah. And I agree that the the better way, like, yes, I, I get it. I get the, the idea of self-sacrifice, and sure, that is, it's a starting point, but let's articulate this a little better. Yeah. Because that's not sufficient for me. For me, you spend your life more carefully and more wisely actually reversing the damage you've done as best you can you you perform a living sacrifice yes to redeem yourself and if if you're lucky you might actually do enough good that you bring yourself back to neutral again or at least uh, allow others the opportunity to learn from your past yeah right that's that's one of the you make the best of it <laughs> I say this so frequently that it's it's funny that I still say it. Uh, we learn from the past that people seldom learn from the past. Mm. So learn from the past. <laughs> like that should tell you that learning from the past is of the utmost importance. I think mm-hmm. to to human beings. Like we uh, human beings don't just record shit for you know fun, right? They record it to be of benefit to the next generation. We can communicate. We can travel in time with our communication. Mm-hmm. You can write down something now. We can outlive ourselves with that our will communication. exist when you're dead, and then somebody else at some point in the future can read that shit, and then bam, you're you're alive in their eyes because they just read whatever you wrote for the first time. So it's entirely possible for you to time travel forward, uh, but you have to do it through some sort of communication or art or something like that, something that will outlive you. Yeah, there's only part of you that survives the compression. Most people take care of that innate desire to sort of, you know, uh, leave something beyond themselves, leave mm-hmm. a legacy, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, and that is have kids. Right? For, for a lot of people, that's their, 
you know, fulfilling of that particular human uh, trait, right? Uh, leaving a legacy and, is and you know, for them is having that, a child. Right? And I would say that especially if you do it well, that is the most potent single legacy that one can leave. Now, the second, and definitely second place, but because it reflects the first, I think, is art. Mm. Because the beautiful thing about art is that you can keep getting more from it. Like a really, a, a true piece of art is something that you can return to again and again, like a wellspring, and it keeps giving you new insights. I was having this discussion with somebody just the other day. Um, uh, heavy metal music. Uh, I've been able to listen to with what I like to call three different sets of ears. So I was first drawn to it because of its rebelliousness and its you know lack of like over-decoration. It was the 80s, right? Uh, and so these guys were in jeans and T-shirts, right? Thrash metal, right? Uh, and so... Uh, it had one meaning to me. That was the first meaning it had. It was like, oh, we stand for like the speed of this music, not the the joy of dressing up in like glitter and you know doing our hair and all that kind of stuff, like a lot of other bands did. Uh, they just wanted to rock the fuck out and as fast as possible. And I was like, I respect that. Uh, so I listened to it with that set of ears. Then I go to music tech for audio engineering, and uh, I learn about things like multi tracking. And how they break stuff down when they record it and how they build it back up from scratch with a microphone on everything. And like you can do, you can play one guitar riff, but you could have uh, recorded that seven times and it's all molted together to sound really fucking big and shit, right? I learned about delay and reverb and all the special effects you put on stuff. Uh, and so I got to listen to the same fucking music a second time with a second set of ears. And I'm like, oh, my God, I get to enjoy all of these records and tapes and cassettes and CDs and, you know, library of music that I built up over the years, over time, again, with the second set of years. And it was great. Mm -hmm. So uh, the third set was uh, when uh, I had the anarchism epiphany, right? Because then all of a sudden I'm listening to all this and I'm hearing these, like, seeds, you know, like, you know, something mentioned. I'm like, hey, that sounds like something an anarchist might say, right? <laughs> and I, I hear the music differently again with a third set of ears based on my state of being at the time, right? So the first time was my first exposure to it. My second time was learning about it. How does it work? How does it get made? Uh, I got news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Rock and roll has been a very manufactured experience all year. Right. It's it's never just people just go set up in a studio, run through their 10 songs and get the fuck out. That's not how it works. Uh, it's a far more complex. It's like making a film, except with audio, like it takes that much time and effort, and patience and, and all that kind of thing. Like the process itself is that convoluted. I don't remember what my point is now, but like having been able to hear my music three times illustrates what you were saying, which mm -hmm. is like. Art can speak to you again mm -hmm. at different times. Right. And that's why it's the second, in my opinion, most powerful legacy you can leave is because it can be renewed. And the nature of a human being, of course, is they are always renewing themselves. Like when you stop renewing yourself, well, if you do it long enough, you die. Yeah. It's basically how it works. So the thing that you can count on is that, on average, a person's just going to keep renewing themselves. And because of that, they can give you different things that they weren't able to give you before.
And that's the extraordinary thing about being alive. What I I struggle with is uh, musically, anyway. Is uh, and you made a comment alluding to that you don't have one of these, but like I see people clinging to the music of their youth, mm. right? Uh, and I tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to like not do that, and like I was more <laughs> successful, I think, than others. But uh, no, I'm I'm there now, you know. Like ah, I don't understand all this pop, K-pop. Like I don't even know what the fuck. You know what I mean? Like I hear something, and somebody's like, "Oh, that's the newest pop," and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Right? I I hear annoying, and I finally get like you know where my parents were coming from when they're like, "Oh, I don't understand this shit you listen to." <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing that really bugs me about music is I can't really find any of it to learn from. Like, punk rock taught me a lot about what was wrong with the world. And, yeah, it's negative shit. But I learned so much from it that I'm really, truly grateful. And there will always be a part of me that loves that. And that uh, there will always be a place for punk rock in my heart. But... At a certain point, you know, you've learned what's fucked up and you start wondering what the solution is. And there isn't any music for that. I mean, Eleutheromania is a part of the solution. Like, yeah, you have to be free. That is absolutely part of the solution. But what music is going to tell you what that's like and how to actually do it? Because... Mostly music just ignores the fact that we're fucking enslaved. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, punk rock was known, or maybe still is known, as sort of anarchist music. And to an extent it is. Uh, there are some, you know, um, for me, I like crossover bands a bunch mm -hmm. where they're like uh, like uh, uh, the Exploited. Um, I don't know that there's so much a, a crossover band, but... Um, I I do enjoy music with the uh, Liberty themes. Havoc has uh, a whole album. I can't remember the title right now, but um, yeah, a lot of their lyrics are very like freedom themed, mm. and I'm like, wow, that's amazing, right? Uh, they don't come right out and and say, hey, we're anarchists, but like a lot of their their lyrical content is just like, wow, that's interesting you know mm. or maybe i'm just interpreting it that way i'm you know it's hard to tell but i i do enjoy it when i hear it in music now uh, especially if it's something that i listened to before and didn't hear it the first two times around so mm. to speak like yeah like if these three ears three different listens in my life were like chapters you know chapter one you know if i hear something now that's liberty themed from chapter one i'm like oh wow i never heard that before you know, uh, mm. and I like that. I'm like, fuck, man, I totally missed out on that phrase or something, right? Um, there are some things that age, like art specifically, that age better than others. Um, like, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, one of my old bands, uh, Pure Hatred, did a song called Gulag, right? And it's like, She's so like, hear them coming, jackbooted thugs are marching, and this time it might be for you, mm -hmm. right? Uh, unchecked power, lose freedom by the hour, right? Uh, you know, it's got all these, like, phrases. And, like, admittedly, like, that song, uh, in fact, most of the songs on that album were loosely based on uh, two books, 
uh, Ron Paul's uh, book uh, and also uh, Naomi Wolf's book. Mm. Uh, and so, like, the, you know, the concepts in those books were sort of uh, influential to the lyric writing of that stuff. So it comes off as very anarchist, very libertarian. Uh, and uh, I go back and listen to it now, and I'm like, okay, the recording quality could have been better, but, like, and the songs have aged well. They are mm. more applicable than they were at the time they were written, <laughs> you know, somehow. And I'm like, yeah. how the fuck is that even possible, man? Nice. Yeah, it's just what I long for is music that is about being free. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, of, I you're not free. Like, no, I dig all that, about, you know, yeah. hard shit at telling me what it is. Yeah. But okay, let's do something else. Let's explore what the opposite of that is. So I want to hear music that is about what it's like being free. There is, um, I, I don't know if fear is the right word. There's a reluctance on people who, you know, I don't know, like live more freely than some others to like share what they do. I mean, for like legal reasons, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if fear is the, the right word there. I mean, certainly when it comes to the man. Well, nut right? up already. I mean, come on. Gangster rap was a thing already. We have well-established legal precedents. Well, right. But I mean, uh, some people live their lives in ways that would be illegal and revealing that information would be bad. Mm. Right. Uh, there are uh, what, what we call gray men. Right, uh, anarchists, if you will, mm. right, who don't really exist. Right? They're, well, they're sort of nowhere. I, uh, you know what, anywhere. you know what doesn't work with the Nobody gray man strategy? Like. <laughs> being an entertainer, being a musician, well, being like, uh, I mean, no, I'm just saying is, they exist. There are ways to be an artist and a gray man, but they are very specific. Yeah, yeah. And in general, I, I, I'm not saying marry the two. I'm just saying that like gray men exist. There are there are all these subsets of uh anarchist thought mm. right that that create uh multiple uh subcultures if you will within the anarchist thought right there are multiple strategies that you can take as you've pointed out and so within that you just have to know that okay they're doing what they can to be free and i'm doing what i can to be free mm. and as long as we both keep working really hard maybe we'll get there Maybe if we can all just like agree, hey, that's what we need. In order for me to be free, everybody else must also be free, mm -hmm. right? That's exactly it. And so I realize that, and I hope you do too. Not you, but you, the listener. Yeah. I think you do. Do you? And we finally have the means of spreading that effectively, of rewarding each other mm. for our freedom. Yeah. Because, yeah, it... It's a very difficult transition, honestly, because I've spent my entire life where every scrap of freedom has cost me dearly. Every, like, if you want to go without a bank, good luck to you. It'll be rough. It's doable. It's possible. Like, if you want to go without a smartphone, if you want to go without this part of the smartphone, like, every single scrap... Seems to cost so much. Mm, yeah. But finally, there's at least one aspect of life that can be shared globally that instead of costing you for your freedom, it pays you to be free. 
anarchist infrastructure is real. It exists. It's called blockchain. It's called cryptocurrency. It's called Bitcoin. These are anarchist infrastructures that didn't ask to exist. They gained no one's permission. They, they, they didn't reveal who they were, uh, the creators of it, and they unleashed it on humanity, uh, in my opinion, as a gift. They were like, oh, this works. Here, guys, have fun. Right. <laughs> Enjoy. We invented a thing. Bye-bye. Right? Because they knew if uh, their identities individually were revealed, that they would probably die. Mm. <laughs> At least that's my guess anyway, right? There's not a whole lot of reasons for you to not reveal who you are if you make something that, you know, can uh, literally upend banks, mm. right? And governments too. And it's doing a pretty good job of doing it already. <sighs> so one thing I'm actually a little concerned about right now so NASDAQ has pulled back on, uh, like, they've been trying to register for custody. Yeah. So that what that told me is, okay, the tactic is going to be that they try and do a shit like uh, Cash App does. Where, like, okay, you can have Bitcoin, but we'll own it for you. Mm. It'll be your Bitcoin. You can profit off it in dollars the way that you want to, but we'll hold on to that for you. And I figured that, okay... That's going to be the next thing they really push for. Isn't that what PayPal tried to fucking do? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And I figured that was going to be the 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 strategy. But now NASDAQ is pulling back and I'm like, shit, they're not going to push that strategy? Now where are they coming from? Like, they're not dumb enough to go like hard on this, are they? Uh, you know, uh, it's hard to tell. I, I I don't I find it difficult to believe like like some people when they talk about government they'll talk about them in two different ways and sometimes contradictory of each other and I think I've done this too where like on one hand you're like government's too dumb to fucking do that shit but then at the other hand you're like government has done all and you're like mm -hmm. well if they're too dumb for this one thing I would be smart enough for this other thing you know like I don't think anything government does is dumb I think it's calculated I think it just, it, like, they've got to have a buffoon in there every now and again just to keep people in. Oh, it's a bunch of buffoons. You can't do anything right. They can't quite balance a checkbook. They're too dumb. No, they're totally too smart. They know exactly mm -hmm. the checkbook that they have, and it's unbalanced for a reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can keep you fucking enslaved. That's yeah. why it's fucking unbalanced. Yeah. So they can keep the charade going. That's how they've managed to do it. Once they unhooked the dollar from... Uh, any standard at all, uh, then it was game on, right? They, they've unleashed a, a time bomb, right? But that's how they've been able to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And that's, they were able to infect every tradable system of value in the world with that same disease. Yeah. And they made gold untradable. Because it, it only takes a little bit of time yeah. where they're like, yeah, you're just yeah. not allowed yeah. to own this. And then people are like, wow, I'm yeah, the definitely not going to trade with it anymore. Up until that point. Yeah. yeah. But they made it illegal. Yeah. And they don't even have to arrest anyone. Yeah. What I, what I they just get... have to tell you this is illegal and all the grocery stores are going to stop taking it. And when the grocery stores stop taking it and all the renters stop taking it, it's not a money anymore. Right. 
what I don't get is like how like regular folk can like uh, time and time again, like if if you're my age, if you're like 50 or 55 or something, uh, you've seen this a couple of different times. Uh, you've seen uh, inflation in the, uh, the 70s, right? Late 70s, mm-hmm. early 80s. Uh, you've seen uh, a, a significant inflation again. Uh, was it the 90s and the early aughts? Uh, you saw it certainly after the crash of 2008 mm. with the advent of the phrase, uh, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, Too big to fail? Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, learning about like, quant- oh no, quantitative easing. Oh. That's the phrase uh, that, that actually had more impact, I think. I got a quantity I want to ease in there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to ease a bunch of this money out of your quantitative pockets. And and now it's quantitative tightening, you see. Yeah. That's where we tighten our grip on your things. Yeah. That's like a kinetic military action is my favorite one. Right. Uh, now, the fun thing, though, for, for future generations provided we don't get irradiated first, uh, <laughs> is that quantitative easing and tightening cycles have become predictable. The U.S. literally has to, or or any, any attempting uh, world reserve currency, has to move in cycles that are concurrent with Bitcoin at this point. If you move against the halvening and the cycle that that, that, that does then you reveal exactly how much power you have. Uh, and and if that all turns out, if that all continues down the path that it's on, mm-hmm. um, I think it's probably like, I don't want to describe cryptocurrency as a computer virus. It's not. But it's more like a humanity virus. <laughs> but it's pro, it's for the benefit mm-hmm. of humanity. Like it makes trade. It's a life-giving so, meme. So much more valuable. Like, in that respect, it would be positive. Like, meme in the original sense of, like, uh, repeated information. Yeah. Uh, We are out of time. Thank you, Peakless Mountaineer, for being here. Thank Thank you, Captain Kickass. You're welcome. Thank you to our callers and, of course, our listeners. Uh, We'll be back in a week. Uh, As usual, I'm going to take you all out with some music. Uh, This song is called When Truth Becomes Treason.